gaming anime movie and entertainment podcast otherwise known as game podcast i am here today with my amazing co-host well first let me introduce myself i am your amazing co your amazing host with the most tk moku and i am here today with my lovely co-host neo mars what up and my that's enough that's enough cut him off uh, and then my amazing other co-host, <laughs> Modern Gamer Guy. Yo, Internet. I'm laughing because he actually muted himself. <laughs> I, what? Tell oh. my Neo and the tone comes <laughs> off. And we have a guest speaker here, Ion Ibusaka. I speak to guest. Yes, sir. And this is, we're so glad to have you here for the first inaugural uh, I guess episode of this podcast. Uh, episode, yeah, that sounds like a good title. Yeah, yeah, inaugural episode. So, for a little bit of a background as to what this podcast is going to be about, in the title, it is gaming, anime, movies, and all things entertainment. I just didn't want to put all those in the title because it's going to be very long you can't put that on the shirt so i you know decided to crop it down to game also we tried a, it doesn't fit yeah you know and also all things all that stuff you know i can't make a proper uh, acronym with all things entertainment so i decided to elaborate a little bit you know now are you gonna say all of that individually every time because then what's the point of like you're gonna say gaming, anime, movie. You're gonna say all that every single time. Or? Well, when I start off the when I start off the podcast, <laughs> maybe yeah. But if I'm gonna put it on a shirt, of course I'm not gonna put it on the shirt. No, of course not. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna be like gaming, anime, movie, and all things entertainment or game podcast. Reserve that thing for tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> get a whole sleeve tattoo where it just says "carried on my back." And as you can see by the title, this is episode one, where we're going to be talking about the latest gaming news that has been happening in the last couple of weeks. Uh, but first, you know, let's just do some introductions, you know, talk about talk about our days, what's been going on, what's new in the world of Ion, Mods, Neo, and Moku. Uh, Neo, how about you start off, since you probably have the most, you know, intricate stuff to talk about, since so much has been happening in your life today, recently. Uh- I just made the move from North Carolina to up here to Chicago. Beautiful city, man. I'm fucking loving it, bro. I fell in love like as soon as I got here, but fucking, you just got to move, man. Hustle and bustle all goddamn day. I give him two weeks in Chicago and he'll become a cholo. <laughs> Fuck out of here. He's going to be like walking around here. with like a, a bandana. His his pants are going to be sagging. He's going to be a whole different person. He'll be like, hey, yo, Holmes, what you talking about? Like, are you kidding me? I'm going to have a career in two weeks, and, and I don't know. Uh, what else? Uh, I'm cosmopolitan. I don't know what people in the city do. What do the people in the city do? Oh. Drink cosmopolitans? They drink cosmopolitans. No. I thought that they was drink. an ice cream. Are <laughs> 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 no, you talking about Neapolitan? I, th- I thought it was a magazine. I hate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but that's that's it with me, man. Just finished the move, finally getting comfortable. Really excited. Nice, nice. You know, it's always great when you have a new move, especially when you go to a new area. It's a new group of people, ethnicity, culture. Great pizza. I don't know. I would say Chicago, but you know, 
Shout the homies that I just met today. Not New York pizza or anything like that, but they told me if anyone talks shit about Chicago, we'll stab him for you. I said, I got an army. Just one day I've been here. Okay. I'm talking shit about Chicago right now. What are they gonna do? Fly over here. Wait to this air. The airports. Let them be va- let them not be vaccinated. They ain't get nowhere. First of all, everyone here is vaccinated. This ain't Texas. Uh, hey, what am I? Uh stupid. No, I'm Texas. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, how's that feel? Alright. Mods, <laughs> anything new with you? You know, I've been working. It's been going well. Uh not nothing too bad to report. Tell the people uh, a little bit about yourself. I mean, you know, I am the guy, the gamer guy. Uh <laughs> <laughs> also occasionally mods his games. Yeah. All right. Mods, mods. What? <laughs> I, did not, I said I was just about to ask what the modded part was. Uh up to interpretation. <laughs> uh okay. Uh, <laughs> well you guys. Why don't you, you tell the lovely people at home how many backflips you can do? Uh only one before I hit my head. <laughs> All right, I mean, yeah. And also, if you guys know, I am that kid Moku. Um, pretty much, I'm pretty sure a lot of you know me because you're probably coming here from Twitch. You're probably coming here from YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the different kind of social media places. I'm, I'm vindicated, basically, what I'm trying to say. You know, I do my shit. So, see, I didn't even hear what he said, so I'm not even going to regard it. So, uh, you already know I do my streaming on Twitch. Um, I do a lot of, we, we, I post a lot of, you know, very questionable things on Twitter. Neo Mars can attest yeah. to that. <laughs> Please get this man off the internet. No, never get me off the internet. I'll be on the internet till that shit flops. I- I should not have introduced this man to Twitter. I swear. <laughs> it was the worst mistake of your life. I'm out here, I'm out here doing stupid, stupid shit, bro. Yeah, like us in a room, but it's to the world. <laughs> we might even do a segment in these podcasts where it's just read off Moku's tweets. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, but um, yeah, that's 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 a little bit into the life of Moku. Uh, Ion, you want to talk about your day and who you are? Go by Ion on the interwebs. Uh, I do a lot of art, a lot of film, music, all that jazz. Uh, yeah, I'm just here, man. Dope, dope, bro. I'm definitely As gonna, well. once I start making money, I'm definitely gonna have to commission you for some work, bro. You know, I'm here for it because I'm not paying you a dime less. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm less not a time less of work. Gotta wait a little for me to support you fully. <laughs> there we go. And we just, all there. We all supporting though. Yes, sir. You always gotta support your people, bro. It's awesome whenever all the homies go into their own businesses. You can support them in what they do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You no, know, I'll be expecting y'all to be the first ones to buy my uh, TK Moku merch. The Moku merch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and with it, that, doesn't, belt, the, doesn't the crew get a free T-shirt? Um, <laughs> get a discount. Get a discount. 
All right, that's what's up. That's All right, on. and with that, that Neil Belch that uh, that officially uh, pushes us into the first topic of the podcast. Now you're gonna have to do that every single time at the beginning of the uh, podcast, Neil. You're gonna have to belch to start us off from the introductions. The pressure. Um. So yeah. So the first thing we got to talk about here is titled stress test and play test. So over the this last weekend of the 30th through the first, Halo Infinite held a technical preview weekend where they allowed uh, a couple. I think what was it? A couple thousand uh, people who signed up to get to gain access into the Halo Infinite. I play test for this weekend. Um, and also that on that same weekend, the developers of predecessor, uh, what is their actual company name again? Uh, Ometa studios, Ometa studios, um, the developers of predecessor, which is basically a Paragon, uh, I guess what remake or, or Paragon predecessor in a, in, a, in a sense. Um, they also held a stress test on these same days from the 30th to the first. Um, that was the plan <laughs> was to do the 30th <laughs> to the first. Uh, but unfortunately the, they had to close their, uh, stress test down, uh, I think the exact same day or the next day, like the next morning, uh, simply because their servers could not handle the overwhelming mass of people wanting to play this game. So ju just as a clarification, it is uh, it opened on Friday and the server shut down that night. And then the next day they announced that they were just ending the test completely. Jesus. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, I no, it technically passed because it was a server stress test. So they were just seeing if the servers could handle the amount of players they were expecting. <laughs> yes. And I did actually manage to get I, I managed to get one game in after waiting about three hours after getting into. Yeah, I had to sit there for three hours. I didn't like I was just at the main menu. I didn't want to log off or anything because I, I didn't want to mess anything up. But I managed to get one game in. Uh, before I got kicked out, um, and it was actually pretty good. Like it was pretty decent. It ran well. There's no like lagging or anything like that. The game looks really good. Nice. You did it for the I, podcast, man. You actually waited there, sat through it, man. Yep. <clears throat> I unfortunately the servers crashed before I was able to get to them, <laughs> so uh, I did not get to try it. But from what I've seen, I've heard a lot of, heard a lot of good things. Mm -hmm. Unlike other previous reincarnations of this game we've seen. Compared to the original. Yeah. Yeah, even compared to the original, yeah. And uh, for the Halo Infinite, I didn't actually, you know, I didn't sign up. I didn't get, I didn't play it because I was, I'm honestly never really gotten into Halo I never really played any of the Halo games. Um, it's um, out, man. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of golden gems in in the Halo uh, series. Um, I just got into the game way late when it came to Halo. I grew up with that stuff, man. I can't get enough of it. I love me. So I was excited when they announced it. I didn't know that they were. I I'm out of the loop because I've been moving, so I didn't even know they were doing a test, man. Yeah, the only Halo I have not played is five. Um, 
but even then, like, yeah, the games are very good. Yeah. So I don't know if any of you guys uh, actually participated in the in the preview weekend, or if y'all know anything about what was going on during the preview weekend. Um, as far as I know, it went off pretty well. I, I tried getting in, unlucky. You know, better luck. You know, NTNT go again kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, I will say from what I heard, the gunplay is that classic, you know, Halo vibe, modernized, because you got your sprint in there, and you can have, like, a grappling hook and deployable shield and all that. Heard gunplay-wise, really good. Uh, if you actually got into a match, though, because if these servers actually get into multiplayer, was next to impossible. Most people, they even, if you if you saw their uh, Twitter, they even, uh, I would say weird, boasted about uh, how many people were playing their technical and how many bots their players, uh, the participants killed hmm. which is a little a little interesting because it uh, first time i've seen a company say uh, yeah our players collectively killed six million bots in like a couple hours like, <laughs> that's cool i think like right like <laughs> cool that you it's like when it's like when overwatch does like uh like how much damage you've done inside the arcades and stuff yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah cuz um i know there's like somebody like going on twitter saying like hey if you see this bot let me know about it and i was like okay so people actually did find that bot in game and i was like oh that's pretty cool um but so about like the whole predecessor thing uh a lot of people there were definitely a lot of people who were you know they're obviously they understood what predecessor was talking about they're like okay yeah um this is a stress test and y'all did exactly what a stress test is supposed to do it's supposed to test how much we can put how much these servers can take before we get to that point where things where the game is basically unplayable at launch um, but there was also a lot of backlash from the community. A lot of people were upset that they didn't get to get in and play it. Um, I think it, it, and it mostly goes into why I named this, this part stress test and play test is because I feel like most that half of the community kind of got it askewed as to what a play test and what a stress test is. Um, sure. so they were expecting this to be a playtest. They were expecting to, to download this game and basically be able to play predecessor, um, the same, if not worse than what it would be at launch. Mm. And that's simply not what this was. Yeah. This, this isn't even an alpha. We're not even in that phase. This is literally just can our, like where, what is the state of our server is? Can it t take this many people? Yeah. And so, keep going. Go ahead. Oh, you you go. Keep going. Essentially, this this like he said. This is a, this was they on their Twitter. They said that it was a success and that uh, they really did not expect the amount of people that were going to be prepared for this. Though, again, a lot of people people did take the the wrong way, and I was seeing that on on Twitter as well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were also saying. That it wasn't the fact that the the stress test ended so quickly. What they, what some people were mad about was the fact that they believed that the the developers weren't as transparent with them. Um, 
which I also think it's because most of them weren't actually in their Discord because in the Discord, they were telling us exactly what was going on, that they were working on it. They even said that they were working through the night on it. And basically, I'm just like, I'm pretty sure while they were working through the night to fix this, they realized whatever we can do that will actually fix this to let people come into this and play this is going to take a lot longer than the days that we promised for this play for the stress test. Right, right. It, it comes down to a lot of things. You know, it's like at what point it was supposed to be a stress test, and if it failed, hey, that's one of the results. We we, we have to fucking cut it off. You know. Yeah, and then even when 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 you're talking about a stress test, there isn't really a fail when it comes to a stress test because you're it's literally just testing how strong or how weak your servers are. So there isn't really a fail because regardless of what happened, it does what it's supposed to do. At least the purpose of the test. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people, they, they have their rights to get angry because this is something that the people have been wanting forever. But like... Ever since Epic decided to shut the original down yeah yeah you gotta realize like these guys are are probably working day in and day out on these servers on this game and i don't even know if oh if ometa studios if they're like a big name developer like no they they started on this project yeah they're an independent game studio that are developing press so yes this is their first project so we actually have to like give them like that 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 time like you know not everybody could just like can 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 go through all this work like how epic did when they made paragon or when they made fortnite and it just be a hit off 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 rip you know yeah because i'm just like would you rather it be like cyberpunk like that's that's honestly the best way i can i can i can put it do you want it to be like cyberpunk (laughs) oh man (laughs) like everybody was just ready for cyberpunk they hyped us up they delayed it they delayed it and then when it dropped it was just a flop yeah that's it's definitely one of those uh consumer versus producer kind of thing where you know it's important to remember that the that there there is a process to these things right it's not like hey keep going it's it's not like you know uh uh the the people that are actually making the game are not under stresses as well and these things do take time Mm -hmm. yeah and i just you know, honestly, I'm just like, do whatever y'all need to do on Meta Studios to get this game out and to make it feel amazing. Because, like, when I played the, that one game that I did end up actually being able to play, it felt awesome. It felt like I was playing Paragon again. Like, they had the whole uh, card system. Like, you, there were, there were like, little uh, options in the home menu where you could, like, uh, like, like where you could make a deck, like how paragon used to be like where you make your deck with each of the little cards but then it also has kind of like that feel with smite where you can upgrade your where each card can be upgraded to a better like version of it that that grants more perks or or better perks to, to fully complete that card 
Um, so it does have like that 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 real good like MOBA feel to it. That it's just uh it it feel it it looked great and it felt great to play. Now uh, I got a segue for you. Or in comparison to the flack that uh, the undeserved flack, like you guys said, the undeserved flack that the small indie company was getting. Uh, going to Halo, another thing that happened the technical uh, test that people recently found out is they uh, leaked the pretty much the entire campaign of Halo Infinite. Hmm. As really? well as a leaked information that they will be having some form of VR in there. Ooh. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah, in the technical in the technical te- or technical test <laughs> in the uh, the preview, they the data miners found information that it was like they still had some of the campaign scenarios and like the main hitting points of the campaign in the technical preview in the data. Oof. They Oof. forgot to take that out. <laughs> Ooh. But VR in, in Halo, that might yeah, be something on. I might want to try out. Like, shoot, that might yeah, actually... not, no lie, especially with like the grappling hook and stuff like that, and you know, maybe hitting people with with the sword in the VR. I kind of kind of feeling it. Right, like to clarify, I believe he's saying battle royale. Yes. VR sense for battle royale for those out there. Yeah, like like uh, VR battle royales are are, are lit. Those things, th- those are pretty good. Like, I would definitely, I would definitely look in it because I'm definitely trying to get into some VR stuff. I'm trying to get me a VR headset and get into some VR. No, 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 not, not VR. VR, not VR. Oh, oh no, VR. VR, right? Just VR. Oh, battle royale, okay, VR. Okay, okay. Trying to clarify that because I noticed that. Okay, well that that that's still that's still its own thing too because battle royale has definitely I'm, jumped into being like one of the mainstream like gaming genres. Yeah, especially with, uh, yeah with with the success of Fortnite, you know, everyone's mm-hmm. just trying to get hop on that train. Yeah, like mm, yeah. I mean, you know, what? you know what? I'm gonna stand up, bro. I. It's a fun fucking mode to play. I can't get over it. It's fucking they hooked, they got me hooked. They got Apex. I don't play yeah. Fortnite. Battle, yeah. but um, they got a pretty good battle royale and Black Ops or and or like the Call Warzone. of Duty. Yeah, Warzone was good. Apex was good. Well, like it's like, come on, man. I can't. If it works, it works. Plus, people weren't really complaining, you know. My the complaint comes in when they don't bring anything new to the table. Yeah, you know, and like. It's like, oh, it's it's battle royale, but in our graphics, in our playstyle, and like, I guess, like even Fortnite that popularized it had uh, building in it. You had to do other shit, like you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's just that 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 innovation of doing something different with their game, even if it's just the same game that just sets it apart from like different kind of games. And it's it's quick pace. You know, if you lose off at the beginning, you just. You go back to the menu, you load up into another game, and you're you're good to go. Whereas you have like um your MOBAs, which can take about thirty to an hour per game, or you have your team deathmatch kind of like Call of Duty, uh Destiny PvP, where you're in that whole game for about fifteen minutes and you're constantly dying, getting griefed on, <laughs> and and you just have to stay there and just, just go through it until the game's over. You just have to take it. <laughs> yeah, you just have to take that that L. 
Um, but I think that just about wraps it up for what we were doing with stress tests and play tests with the predecessor and Halo Infinite. Um, definitely looking forward to seeing where both of those games go um, in their releases, in closed alphas, clo- you know, open betas, all that stuff. I'm definitely excited to see where those go. Um, so moving on to the next part of this, we were going to be talking about handheld gaming. Um, cause a lot of us, a lot of people, they know about, you know, we know about the, the Nintendo, the new Nintendo switch that they're coming out with the OLED, um, which basically it's, is it, is it just like the regular switch, but just with a bigger screen? So the, the screen is slightly bigger. I believe the processing power has not been changed whatsoever, but, uh, the difference there is the OLED screen it stands for organic LED mm-hmm. uh, light emitting diode. So essentially, the each diode itself has individual uh, on off switches. Essentially, mm-hmm. so it's it's better better uh, contrast whenever whenever the game actually has dark areas. Okay, okay. Um, then we also have the stream deck, but there's also two other ones that I really want to talk about. But first, we'll get into more about the stream deck, which is uh, created by Valve. That's the company that created uh, that's creating the stream deck. Um, so the stream deck is basically it's it's kind of like the Switch, whereas you can play games like from the actual uh, stream deck, but you can also dock it into the TV or monitor and play it on your TV. And so it, uh, it 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 plays games from the Steam library, correct? Yes, your your account Steam library. Yes, yeah, so it, it connects your account from Steam to this little uh, this 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 handheld. So you're able to play like all your games that you had on your PC. You're able to play it on the go or on your your TV, which I was just, like when when I read the article and it was telling me about the monitor. I'm just like, would you really like? hook up your stream deck to your monitor like i think at that point you could just play it on 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 your pc right yeah that's a little weird (laughs) but you know i guess it's trying to get that like oh we're like the switch but with with steam right Uh, because that that is obviously they're they're trying to directly compete in the market that the switch has right now because nobody else is really doing anything in that market besides nintendo yeah owns that market dude and yeah. I'm because I, I, I don't own a Nintendo Switch yet. Like all of you guys fucking own a Switch. I don't think um, I don't think Neo. Do you own a Switch? Not. You said not. No, sir. I cannot yeah. invest. In- <laughs> yeah. I got lucky. <laughs> or I got lucked out on that one. Yeah, and I was just like, uh, Ion, do you have a Switch? Uh, my brother does. Okay. So, yeah, I was just like, if I get a Switch, it would probably be the OLED Switch, you know. But why not? It's it's a, It has a bigger screen. It's coming out. It, it, it's, there's not that much of a difference between a regular Switch. So why not? Why not get the, the OLED? Does it cost it's more than a regular uh, Switch? Yeah, it's like 100 bucks more. <laughs> I retake my statement. I might just <laughs> go for a regular Switch. <laughs> a lot of people are also complaining because that's literally the only difference is the fact that the screen is bigger and it has that higher quality led screen i mean oh, so, there's, but, also, there's also the uh you get one less usb port that's yeah, so that's like right nobody <laughs> bats an eye with an iphone <laughs> we don't have an audio jack anymore everybody's still buying the iphone i just well, I, 
buy more expensive equipment to listen to it with. Right, right. They just buy more expensive add-ons to, to, to do it with. Your boy got beats just to listen to Aventura. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir, we do the Raycons here. Do the Raycon? <laughs> oh, no, not the Raycon. We're, we're not sponsored, though. We're not sponsored by Ray J. No, not, not at all. No, um, no. Damn well, beats don't need no sponsors from me. So, <laughs> damn sponsor. Yeah, but... If everybody's just mad because it's like a bigger screen, that's the same thing as a 3DS and the 3DS XL and the DS XL. In my oh. opinion, it was the exact same thing, and it was made well, by Nintendo. The biggest comparison there is with each DS, with like the DS uh, to the DXL to the 3DS to the 3DS XL, they actually did have comparable graphics upgrades as well, if I remember correctly. Huh? Okay, I, yeah. Cause I remember I had both at at some at some point. It was never at the same time. It was at some point I had the D the three DS, and then at another point I had the the three DS XL. <clears throat> so I really wouldn't know the comparison that much. I only had a Game Boy. <laughs> Speaking of Game Boy, uh, no. that's that's also what I wanted to talk about was that there were two other handheld games. That are coming into the fray. So one of them is called the Panic Playdate. <clears throat> and the other one is called the Analog Pocket. So the uh, Panic Playdate was made by Panic. Um, so so basically what this thing is. It, so Panic is the... I don't know if you guys uh, remember it. I know Neil remember because we played it. <clears throat> They're the people who made uh, Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> so uh, yes. yeah these guys create these guys are are creating their own handheld game um if you guys want i can actually share my screen so you guys can get a look at it <clears throat> yeah, let's do it um so this is what it looks like um it looks like a game boy with like a like a like a pikachu and a to a, a, a tamagotchi kind of look to it Oh dang! Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's got their own indie developed game. So this is gonna—it's not gonna—it's not like it doesn't play like Game Boy games or it doesn't play 3DS games. They have their own like line of games that they're gonna be making for the play date. Um, and one of the cool things is that you see this little like crank thing. This is actually like an actual crank that you can crank that should work with like in-game mechanics. So there's what? gonna be like like in-game mechanics that work with this little crank. Interesting. Yeah, kind of like how the the PlayStation had their touchpad and how some games they interacted with the touchpad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, right, so that's that's kind of their gimmick, I guess. Yeah. That's 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 going to be their gimmick for the Panic or the Playdate. There better be a great like Japanese horror like filmmaker type game where you have to like crank to. Nah, I'm down Ooh, for it. The yeah. Yeah. And so um, this is available for pre-order now, um, but you won't be getting it till about 2022. So you've still got about a year out, maybe even longer, um, before this hit stores. Um, then the next one is the Analog Pocket, which is which is which is which is the one that I'm so freaking I'm hyped about. This thing is a retro Game Boy. This thing 
it can it, it it looks exactly like like the like the OG Game Boys, but like in our kind of time. It's sleek. It's got this nice design to it, and it's compatible with Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, the Sega Game Gear, Neo Geo Pocket, and Atari Linux cartridges. Jesus. Yes. Yeah, so, so this get this can basically pull back all of those games from Game Boy and Game Boy Advance, and you can play that today like well not today but you could play it when it drops ah two hundred dollars uh that is uh, take my money right it's it's amazing like I'm, I'm i'm like sitting here just like wow so like this is like a game that can just directly uh can directly like you know be sold to like people or of an older generation you know and they could be enjoyed by the people of the younger generation who didn't grow up with these games Get whooped, little youngin. Uh, <laughs> like that's so much fun, dude. For like a nerd like me, like I honestly look on eBay and stuff for like like old like Game Boys and and Game Boy Advances because you can repair them, you know, if you know how to. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of how to. Yeah. I'm such a nerd for that. Like it's that nostalgia, man. Like just because you know that's all I had was a Game Boy. You know, I was you know I didn't have all that growing up. So having that for like the longest and then being able to buy buy one now and rebuild it and still play like the old ones like that's a game changer to me dude that's that looks sexy man like right Look when that. i like when i saw this i was like oh my god i have to get this for like, like 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 the stream deck is cool the the nintendo the, the oled switch is cool but this right here this is what stood out to me that's weird bomb. Weird question. Is it compatible with link cables as well? Can you also do trades and stuff? Oh, the real question. Hmm. Yeah, that's the real one right there. Okay, so I'm not sure. So on their website, they have they have two different colors. They have white and black, but they also have um, these. are So for, for all those Game Gear Neo Geos, you would have to get these little um, adapters. So they're like little adapters that you plug into the back because it is um, built to, mo- to to mainly run Game Boy and Game Boy Advanced, but you can use these um, adapters to plug into that same plug-in and run those other games. Um, I see they have like, they have uh, pocket-to-pocket link cables, uh, nano loop pocket to the what is that mighty in cable um, midi midi cables analog sync cables midi U- usb a cables so yeah so this one right here yeah okay so the pocket to pocket link cable does connect to another pocket or game boy advanced game boy color or game boy advanced uh systems for multiplayer so they so they do actually have link pocket or, yes. or link cables. Yeah. Oh wow! They also looks like they like have. They also have like system systems that can run Sega Ma- Sega Master System game cartridge. Wow, these guys are like pulling back all the old games. This looks like it can run Nintendo sixty four. So it looks like they also are making systems to run Nintendo 64 games as well. Okay. So they're like trying to, they are trying to bring back these older games for people of this generation to, to experience. That's awesome. This generation have the old generation shut the fuck up already. (laughs) Back in my day. (laughs) Well, it's my day now, old man, plug it up. 
Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. I didn't I did not see this part that they had all these little systems on here. So you know what that means, folks. Get ready to pull out your 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 Nintendo 64 cartridges and blow on those hoes and make sure they still work <laughs> and get them popped into these these systems. They um, dead ass A in the back of those things, not to blow on them. And I still <laughs> nobody don't read that. I don't really care about that. Uh, how else do you explain after I go it works? You explain to me how, Nintendo. Yeah, so if I'm correct, the, the I'm guessing it's called the Analog Mega um, will be going um, in the U.S. for $189.99 as well as Japan, uh, EU, and I guess that's just a white version of it. So it will be going for $189.99 for the system and for the the actual analog pocket will be $199.00. Mm. Okay, so it's actually a little bit more expensive to get the pocket than the system. And then they also have, uh, like, different accessories, like a tempered glass protector, uh, a hard case. They have a little, I guess, a fast-charging dock if you don't want to use a USB dock or USB charger. Interesting. So... They're essentially making like emulators where you just need the where you actually you're not emulating you're just using the original cartridge. Mm-hmm. And, and that's actually dope because that that would see like a lot more people interested in buying those old Game Boy Game Boy Advance cartridges and maybe even see those prices rise back up. Those prices <laughs> will probably go insane on like eBay. Who knows, man? This also could be like, like I said, like I'm a nerd about this stuff, so it does seem like it's a kind of niche market. Like it is very, like it's not as many people as you'd like to think want this. Like they, a lot of people will probably look at it and be like, "Oh, that's cool," but it's really for all those of us who truly like, still yeah. really enjoy playing like that old feel, that nice like whatever. Like it's, it's kind of a niche market when you think about it. Mm-hmm. That's why the games can go for like so such a high price, you know. And I was also like, I was also thinking that this could, if they do this right, it could put GameStop back into the mix. <laughs> because if, if 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 they were able to get their hand on like some Game Boy Advance, Game Boy games, you can't buy like you can't buy those on online. Like like I, I don't know if this has like the capability to like obviously you know it's it's supposed to be like a newer thing, so it should have Wi-Fi abilities to it. But I think the whole niche of it is you're able to play with those cartridges. So I don't think you're able to just like download like an old Mario game that used to be on like Game Boy Advance and then just play it i think you would really i think they might have that uh, like that ability like through an emulator or something but i feel like they could bring a return to those cartridges and if gamestop got on that they would be you know like a place to go for those cartridges again i'm about to hunt down every person i've ever lent the cartridge to and they just say they <laughs> lost it oh, <laughs> what a, give me he better have found it now boy boy all right so I think that's yeah, I think that's really cool that they're they're coming out with that. Um, also, the stream deck looks pretty dope. Like being able to play like your the, the 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 stuff you have on Steam. Like you can go play that while you're at school. You don't have your laptop, or you can go over to your mom's house and you're just like, oh, I'm so bored. Everybody's playing like everybody's freaking playing Rust or something. I'm sitting here. I can well I'll pull out my Steam deck and play some Rust. 
So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like um, they're they're redoing the Steam console they did a while back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Steam machines, I think they were calling them, where they had like a bunch of different like Alienware, Omen, all the big PC makers make uh, uh, consoles essentially for them. So this is their try at that again, I suppose. Huh. I mean, yeah, and it, it, it definitely looks like they could they could do it a lot. Um... They could do it probably a lot better because the way this looks, it looks pretty dope. Like I see these like little side panels on there, like like underneath the analog sticks. There's like side panels. I don't know if that works kind of like the touchscreen from PlayStation's uh, DualShocks, or if that's supposed to be. Are those supposed to be like buttons as well, like triggers? I think those are supposed to be touch, touch pads. Yeah, because because uh, so that 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 would be pretty cool as well. Um, I guess you they could kind of do it maybe like that's like a like you know how um like like how they have the the touchpad mouse on the laptop that could be something like where it does on there so you kind of get that PC feel rather than just using the analog sticks. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, like a like a like a touch sensitive thing. Yeah, like. cuz like obviously if you're doing like the Steam Deck, you you're a PC gamer. So like going back to analog sticks would probably be you know a little bit of a of a I guess a not really say like a disadvantage but it'd be different going back to con- to to, to uh, analog sticks. So it could do like a little thing with like your thumb, like you're able to like use your cameras or something like that. I wonder what games they would release right away because it says they're not gonna it's not doesn't apply to every game. So I wonder what games they're gonna use to bring people to the product because that's really important sometimes i feel like they wouldn't put like two demanding games on there like they wouldn't put like their big um single player releases on there like i i wouldn't expect to see like cyberpunk on there or doom like right off the bat well in in the promotional images they have hades and witcher which are both very big single player uh oh well, I think isn't isn't Hades kind of like a indie-ish kind of game-ish? Well, Hades is in or no, no, it's or is it isn't like it Devolver? Own? Uh, Devolver, I think helped publish it. I'm mistaken. So no, that it, it is it is a pretty big studio. Okay. Yeah, because I remember at like the Game Awards, they won like a bunch of awards, and I was like, wow, this game. Because that question, because I wonder who who exactly they're targeting. Because it says for people who want it on the go, but. PC people, from what I know, you guys like to tend to stay to you to your PC. Like I don't know if you guys would be signing up to be buying one of these things. I mean, I like... <laughs> honestly, okay. To be honest, it's it's, it's, yeah, it's a little tempting. Yeah, like honestly, when I heard about it, really, like what, what? What you guys just like? What game would you like to play on the go? Like, what do you guys think? What do you? You already know me. I'll, I'll be playing Skyrim. Yeah, if uh, I can mod Skyrim on the go, yeah, um, come on now, I can... on the go with, dude. You know how many times I've wanted to? I've been at work and been like, I can't. Fuck, I wish I had this on my phone or something. Like, I wish it was able to handle it. Like, like you hey. know, but like you get into that rhythm of being hooked into the game, and you gotta fucking get, get hit with reality, and you gotta go to work. It's like, hey, but that's uh, you come come run us with that uh, mobile Skyrim, Skyrim for mobile. Uh, isn't there already one? I don't think so. We don't talk about that. <laughs> we, don't, we really don't. It was it was terrible. Um, Whoa! I didn't hear about this. It's like what it, it was like. Elder Scrolls Blades. Blades. Oh, oh yeah, 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 I remember that. I remember that. But I'm talking about just like straight up, just put the Skyrim game 
on it, it was Elder Scrolls Blades. That's what it was. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Blades. Yeah, that did not do oh. pretty good if I remember. There's actually a list of games that they're saying will be available, playable. They have uh, Civilization, Stardew, Valheim, Terraria, Ark, Survival Evolved, Left 4 Dead 2, Hollow oh. uh, Knight, uh, Crusader Kings. I'm trying to go through the bigger ones. Uh, Don't Start Together, Overcooked 2, Total War, Warhammer, uh, City Skylines, to name a few. They're trying to make sure. Uh, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. You won't be able to play things like D2, Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. Might won't be available on there. Uh, PUBG won't be available. At least not right away. Okay, because I was like, oh, that's... That's actually kind of that's actually kind of um, surprising to see they didn't put like Smite and Apex because you see those or I don't know if Smite's on uh, Switch but you have Apex on Switch. Uh, Smite is also on Switch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd be on Left 4 Dead too, man. That's like I take that on the go any day. I think really they're trying to focus more on like single player experiences that, that don't require internet connection. I think that's the market they're trying to go for. Okay, and they have back buttons too. So they have like back, like like how a modded like PS4 controller would have those back buttons on the uh, like on the bottom next to the triggers. They have that uh-huh. too on the on the stream deck. Oh dang! I see it. Yeah. Okay, because this has like R1, R2, R4, and R5. Is what I'm seeing. So it has the same thing on the other one. That's actually pretty dope. Yeah. What it looks like is that they're. They're they're uh, they're putting games on there that can be online or offline, mm-hmm. like survival, yeah. Valheim. But the games that I was mentioning that aren't going to be on there, those are games that are all, like like uh, just completely online. Modded say, yeah, mm-hmm. completely online games. Yeah. And uh, if you guys haven't seen the failure, I don't want to call it a failure, but it is a failure. But it is <laughs> Microsoft trying to uh, do their uh, Xbox Go, where you can like connect it to your phone and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you seen the lack of hype around it it's because of that reason they try and get online games but our our internet the structure the internet structure in in america just can't handle it even Mm -hmm. on 5g uh there's like two to four seconds of delay disconnects all the time like it's just not working so they're doing the smart route with this okay yeah i kind of i kind of understand that too like you can't be playing Apex Legend on the bus, so like, <laughs> 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 you just be like, hey bro, can I use your hotspot? I'm trying to play Apex real quick. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get my yeah, I'm trying to get my rank up and <laughs> you will disconnect every time someone gets off their uh, their stop or something. Imagine like you're 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 trying to go through like an Apex tourney on the stream deck. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, right, bro, oh, you got, can I get your hotspot? Got a tourney in five. I'm like, bro, I'm sorry, guys. My, I, my, my wife. I went out. The dude got off. He, his stop came up. <laughs> that would be upsetting. That's that's horrible. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, if you do want to purchase the stream deck right now, they're doing pre-orders where all the pre-orders are five dollars. So if you have five dollars, you want to pre-order it. There you go. Um, but if you want to get the sixty-four gigabyte. That comes with a carrying case. I think <clears throat> all of them come with a carrying case. It's just the higher one has an exclusive one. But it comes with a carrying case. It's $399 for the 64 gigabyte, $529 for the 256 gigabyte, which has faster storage, a carrying case, an exclusive Steam community profile bundle, 
don't know what all comes in there. I'm guessing maybe like <clears throat> like stickers, account like uh, uh, like account avatars and stuff like that. Can someone explain what faster storage means? What? Probably an SSD. Yeah. Yeah, using a, a better solid state. Okay, because I was like, <laughs> it's just like, uh, sir, I know what a bigger storage is. Faster storage. It's like what? <laughs> and then um, they have their five hundred and twelve gigabyte, which which is going for six hundred and forty nine dollars. That has faster storage, premium anti glare etched glass, exclusive carrying case, an exclusive Steam community profile bundle, and an exclusive virtual keyboard theme. Oh. You could be snotty about it. Right, right. <laughs> that is actually good confirmation, though, that it's going to have a virtual keyboard. Yeah, yeah. So that way, you know, if you want to use keyboard settings or you put your keybinds key on there when you go into chat and you want to, you know, tell some some uh, some kids that they got shitted on, you can always <laughs> check that out. <laughs> right. That's how you play the game, loser. Like, yeah, okay. like right, like who doesn't like who doesn't who right who doesn't <laughs> like uh, shit talking all the kids on online like bro, your connection sounds like you're on the fucking bus right now. It's like I am <laughs> on the bus. I'm using this guy's hotspot. Like, <laughs> um, and then let me check for the uh, panic play date. So the panic play date is going to be going for one seventy nine. Um, if you want to have the, that's for just the, the, the play date, um, has USB power source or requires USB power source requires Wi-Fi, Um, and it, it includes one yellow USB C to USB a cable and over 20 games that already, I guess are going to be on there. Um, then they have the bundle where you can have the the play date plus a cover and that'll be for one ninety nine and one cents. Okay. <laughs> so it's $199 and one cent. So if you short that one cent, you're not getting the cover. Um, and you're saving $9 apparently. Um, so yeah, those are like the, uh, well, let me see how much is the, the OLED. Oh, Jesus Christ. So it's three fifty. Okay, of course Amazon doesn't want to show me the price. But it says 350 at Amazon. I don't know how much Nintendo is going to be giving it for or if giving it for. Right. I believe that should be official Amazon that should be official Nintendo prices from Amazon. Okay. So, uh, and how much is like a regular Switch? Go for. Uh Currently, hold on. <laughs> yeah, let, let me let me give you accurate stats real quick. Okay, okay. So a current just normal switch currently goes for three hundred. Okay, so this is like fifty dollars extra. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. It says right here, Nintendo is betting that's worth the fifty dollar uh, upgrade. Yeah, so it's fifty dollars for a bigger screen. With taxes, you could probably you know come out a little bit more. Um, so yeah, those are the four top handheld games that are being introduced i'm guessing either later this year or sometime next year 
Um, I know that they said the stream date was coming mid 2022. I doubt the this play date will be coming uh, early 2022. So look out like probably mid to end uh, 2022 for that in the pocket. But um, okay. all in all, I'm very excited for this analog pocket. Like I, I'm ready to play um, OG Pokemon Emerald on not an emulator i can actually play it in my hands again fire red like oh my god mystery dungeon red oh my god bro i was a that like i was a huge i'm a huge pokemon fan and it all came it, the majority of it came from those games bro those are the games that got me just hyped shout out to the spongebob games they deserve their shout out <laughs> oh yeah yeah i played some spongebob games yep I also played that, uh, I think it was like a Scooby-Doo game for the Game Boy Advance. Hey, God, there's a Scooby-Doo game. I just fucking fire. Foy. Foy. Okay. All right. And with that, that will conclude our handheld gaming segment. We're going to move on to, uh, I'm pretty sure this is a topic that a lot of people have been waiting to talk about. Um, we all have a bunch of Overwatch fans here, a bunch of people who... Um, Love the game of Overwatch. I'm pretty sure we love, like, you know, World of Warcraft, um, uh, what else, Hearthstone, a bunch of other Blizzard games. But Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, uh, lately Blizzard has been coming under fire pretty hard. Um, just last week, they were hit with a sexual harassment and discrimination lawsuit by the state of California, which was made public by Blizzard themselves. Following oh. following this uh this 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 lawsuit, the current and old employees held a walkout. So they didn't go in, they didn't work that day, they just stood out. So, well, they, I don't think it was that day. I think they said it was like for like a few hours. Um, they stood outside of uh, the, the offices and they basically just boycotted what Blizzard was doing. And if you're not familiar with exactly what Blizzard has been doing, so basically they've been having like, um, it was described as a frat boy mentality workplace. Um, so it, it was just like crazy. Apparently they had employees getting drunk at work, like male employees getting drunk at work, throwing all their work to their female, uh, to their female coworkers or people who were under them, like new people working at blizzard. They were throwing them all their work so they can go get drunk. Um, they were like crawling underneath cubicles to look up, female skirts and stuff um yeah this shit was crazy uh they were they're having like parties apparently there's also a case where a female uh employee committed suicide because um there's i guess i think it was a christmas party where her um where people were were were, were passing around nude photos of her yep yeah if i remember correctly that incident is kind of what sparked the investigations and uh later the actual litigation now mm. i believe the actual litigation does not specify anything about the the suicide incident but the investigation was started by that incident mhm and this isn't this isn't like recent stuff this has apparently been going on at blizzard for years now and um People have been like speaking out about it, like in separate, like little separate accounts, 
every now and then. But um, like this, with this lawsuit and the walkout, it's come a lot, you know, it's come out to light. Everybody's now seeing what the hell is really going on at Blizzard. And a lot of people have spoken out, spoken out about what's been going on, including a lot of the Overwatch esports teams, Overwatch League esports teams. They have been coming out and doing what they can as well. Um, so uh, multiple Overwatch leagues have spoken about this. They come out on Twitter. We have like the Houston Outlaws. They, uh, for the entire time of the walkout, they posted no content. They went completely silent for the duration of that. Um, they also did a, they also um, had a, so basically they, they're doing their, um, what is it called right now? Um, their, their current, like, I guess season or um, their current, like, uh, what is it called? Their current, how they're, yeah, their current tournament, how they're doing different tournaments each month, how they're doing two different things each month. Um, they, they, uh, their match against the Washington Justice, they changed, they, uh, they added a charity, they made it a charity match. So during that game, whenever uh, the Outlaws took a map, they would donate to a certain to a certain charity they had a list of charities that they would donate to and whenever washington justice would win a match they or win a map they would do it as well but then they ended up just matching whoever you know whoever won that map so if the outlaws won a map they would donate to a charity's washington justice match that donation and so did overwatch league like as a whole like the people who run overwatch league they as well match those donations that both the houston outlaws and washington justice were doing mm-hmm. um dallas fuel they hosted a charity stream to support women empowerment in those same um charities and san francisco shock um, came out and listed all of those charities that everybody was supporting Jesus, man. I mean, that's that's a uh, very good on on the uh, uh, Overwatch League employees to to kind of sit back and say, you know, this com- you know, we are technically beholden to this company, but you know, mm-hmm. we still got to stand up for this. This isn't right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, man, a lot of people to do that shit, you know, like just just speaking speaking for real, like. I mean, heck, they were silent about what was going on with Hong Kong. You know, there is, they've been actively avoiding a lot of stuff. So, Yeah, so Bush definitely has been doing some shady stuff over these past couple of years. Like, I'm not going to lie. I mean, when you have, uh, and this is something I, I hope gets brought up more, especially in the, uh, in the actual trials and everything. But when you have a person whose name is mentioned in Epstein's Black Book, and yeah. has his email address that says at Activision, and that's your CEO. Uh, you, you need to start questioning why. <laughs> yeah, money type stuff. You know, like that's that's something that I mean. When you hear like like you just dropped all this on me, like I didn't like I'm hearing this as like a fresh mind, like someone who would be hearing about all these allegations coming out. And you know, I you fall in love with the games. Like I'm a huge Overwatch fan. I. I I love, I love the community. I mean, yeah, they get kind of weird sometimes. I'm not even gonna lie, but this is something that's like that's insane levels of. That's not like one incident. That's a yeah. shit show they were running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. just that's. I'm calling a spade a spade. Like that's crazy. 
that's and how how are we supposed to feel, man? Like I feel bad for the Overwatch League, anyone who plays competitively, because you know they're just doing their thing. Yeah. Yeah. Here comes all this crazy frat boys stuff that happens, and what what's gonna happen now, man? They, I don't know what's gonna happen with the employees. You know what's gonna change there? Apologies can be said, but what's gonna happen? You know, all yeah. of this happened and no one knew. You know. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, as a note, uh, it was recently. I believe it was Wednesday. It came out that the uh, president of Blizzard Entertainment, J. Allen Brack, stepped down mm-hmm. uh, from his position. Yes. <laughs> Uh, follow following the uh, the walkout, I believe. Yeah, and then um, I can't. Uh, he 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 left it to two, uh, two like it's it, they're under like a co-presidents now. If I'm correct, there's two people yeah. who are now in in um in charge of Blizzard Entertainment. I'm trying to find their name. Uh, it's Jen O'Neill and Mike Yabara. So they're going to be co-leading the company from here on. And they did state that they would um, they would run it the correct way. They would try to you know um, they would try to I guess rewrite or not rewrite but redo what has happened to the company. But you know obviously right now that's just talk until we actually see actual change coming from blizzard entertainment um about that is it it stems from the very top yeah that's that's the problem that's where you nailed it right it's 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 not fresh faces it's still the people that have been running the company yeah that's that's where i'm just like it's just talk because like you were still here during all this time like all this crap that's happening you were still there you may have not agreed with it but you were still there you never really came out and, and and spoken about it and made it a big enough problem until these people who are below you came out and made it a big enough problem and it, it's starting for those, of course, who noticed the trend of a lot of the lead directors and developers leaving. Like, I mean, for, if it's on an Overwatch for like Kathleen, right? He mm-hmm. left a couple years ago, and it wasn't like a big thing. It wasn't like a I'm saying this Overwatch is done for me. It was kind of just like he just left. He's gone. Yeah, uh, it makes sense that a lot of those people that honestly, a lot of the people that's made Blizzard what it is. We're talking about Kaplan. He joined the team. At the time, he when he joined, he's the one who really helped bring uh, Bl- uh, Blizzard's uh, Warcraft. Mm-hmm. He's one of the people who made World of Warcraft as big as it is. And after the success of, uh, of that, he moved on to make the IP that we now know Overwatch. Mm-hmm. He made another huge IP for them. For someone, for him really hitting, you know, going two for two in, in their company, for him to just leave, is it like, for, as a company, you wouldn't want someone who's hit the jackpot for you twice to just leave. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it, it, it was. It's a weird. It's a weird thing to have someone of that caliber in your in your team that spawned one of your biggest franchises, and then honestly, is the only. I mean, you could you could argue for like other uh, games, but honestly, the for the, the the professional look of Overwatch is like the only other company that really does it better is like Riot with League of Legends, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right. The, the way the presentation, the only the only other person to be able to do that. It was Kaplan, and just to have him leave, it it seems like you know all those things were leading up to. Yeah, and um, certain employees who worked in like Overwatch department, they have come out, and some of them have said that um, what's going on at Blizzard um, 
it, it it's it's not that it doesn't happen at Overwatch. It's just not like as bad as what's going on at Blizzard. So they're actually like you know separating like Overwatch's like department from what's going on with Blizzard. Yeah, man. They, I mean, if you don't know, just as well uh, as recent as Modic was saying that uh, that he stepped down as president, mm-hmm. they're actually like recently they, they actually by their own investors. So now they're they're they actually have two lawsuits. On. Mm. Because at the first one, of course, for what what we're talking about now, but the recent one uh, with the, their own investors is because that they've been lying, Protec and. and Others have been lying to their investors saying that no, everything's good and all that kind of stuff and has been lying to the investors about the the uh, face of uh, Activision Blizzard and their actual representation in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And since they've been so dissuaded and they realize that giving a person who's been lying to them $200 million bonuses on their check, they kind of want that money back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Um and then a lot of the community has definitely come out because and and and, and spoken about this. Um, they one thing that the employees were asking for us to do was during the time of the walkout to basically boycott playing any Activision or any Blizzard games. Um, so they're saying during that period, you know, if they ask if we couldn't, if nobody plays Overwatch, nobody plays um, Hearthstone or uh, World uh, World of Warcraft or Call of Duty, um, just to show them that, you know, the people know what's going on and they don't think this is right and that they have power to speak out. And yeah, man. What did you say, Neo? As a Unfortunately, that's always where you got to hit them. That's the only way they understand is you got to hit them in the pocket. Yeah. That's, you know. that's what got them in trouble, you know. That's they're all caring about money, not caring about what's going on. That's where you got to hurt them. And that's where we have, that's where the only place we have power is telling them, hey, we will not play this no more, man. Yeah. And so I was going to ask you guys, would you guys never play another Blizzard game? Like, would you guys, like, completely put away Overwatch? Or would you completely put away World of Warcraft? I mean, it's unfortunate, but I mean, so far, especially on that day, I didn't touch Overwatch at all. Didn't mm-hmm. you know, launch it at all. It was one of those things. It it would suck because I mean, I really do enjoy that game. I do enjoy their games, but like, yeah, like 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 you said, you gotta hit them where it actually matters. To be fair, there's a the, during the the Hong Kong incident. Uh, People try to do the same thing, but this is where people messed up. It was that to protest instead of not getting on that game. What they did was they protested by getting on getting on WoW and loading the servers up with so many people that no one who actually wants to play the game could get on there because the people that were in there were just being idle and not doing anything in the game. Mm-hmm. And while that's good on paper, the, pro, the way they went about protesting was they ended up still having to get on the game, which means they bought that month subscription, which means you still pay the company that you're trying to protest. Mm-hmm. So Dang. it was kind of it was kind of back when like when you really think about it, it's like sure you can protest me and like if a million people got on there that was thirty million dollars like sure protest me all you want. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the only way is to legit just not not uh, uh, engage in their stuff, and if if that's what it takes as a consumer to get good business practices on a, on the company, I mean yeah, mm-hmm. there's millions of other games you can play. Yeah, I mean Neo. 
No man, he nailed it, man. Like when 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 companies take do things like this behind the shadows, they are a hundred percent operating under the notion that they are not going to get caught. So I, I'm not accepting an apology. You're not apologizing that it happened. You're apologizing that you got caught. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for me, you always have to come an extra step. You have to come with change. So people stepping down and and you know doing this stuff. It, it, it's just it's just to make headlines it's just to do things like that so i need to see actual change and as far as playing their games i mean i haven't played overwatch in a minute just because my ps4 hasn't been connected and anything like that but there's other games to play man mm-hmm. and you know what if all of them start coming down then i'll stop playing them in order but if that's where it hurts them mm-hmm. you can't you don't have on your server you're not making any money yeah so yeah. that's my Oh, I yeah, definitely. I haven't touched a Blizzard game in uh, quite a while at this point. Because even uh, back when the Hong Kong stuff started, like that necessarily didn't quite affect me as much. But still, it was. It's one of those where it's like, like, like I was saying, where it's like, you know, you can sit there and protest, but the end, at the end of the day, if they're gonna get their money, that's yeah. There's no point. Mm-hmm. They won't care. True. Yeah. Um, I def, I'm definitely on that same side. I don't feel like, I feel like if you guys aren't going to care enough about the people who are helping you create these games and helping you basically give, basically putting the money in your pocket, then I, as a consumer don't need to consume your product because obviously if you don't care enough about the people who are making the product then you definitely don't give a rat's ass about the people who are using the product right Um, but playing as devil's advocate I did I was because like whenever this came up I took straight to Twitter and I wanted to see both sides of that both sides of that coin both sides of that argument and an argument that someone made was that we definitely can boycott the game, but by boycotting the game, that would then, of course, um, the, the the company would be making less money, and by making less money, they wouldn't have enough, you know, money to support the number of employees, which means they would have to start doing layoffs, and that the that that almost certainly the first people that would get these layoffs are the people that we are boycotting this for that we are we are doing this boycott for which be would be the 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 what the target what the target was was black females working at blizzard or just females working at blizzard and so they were saying that these would be some of the first people that they would lay off rather than the people who are actually the problem the more long standing male employees of blizzard I have a counter for that though, right? Because mm-hmm. you, granted, I mean, yes, that that is a that is a real fear that they have, which is why you don't see many walkouts in any industry, right? You think mm-hmm. about the film industry; they had, I think, in the past decade, they've had one that big writers walkout that they had mm-hmm. that happened, you know, once in twenty, thirty years of that same abuse that they finally had. This is yep. the first time they've. I mean. Granted, the Hong Kong one is a bit more recent, but like, this is the first time, and you've had accus- accusations and lawsuits against Riot, another huge company that has, literally, they've had accusations of them farting in their employees' faces. Like, they've had that. You've had Ubisoft, where the CEO and everything has stepped down for being uh, proven to have 
sexual harassments over their employees, like mm-hmm. another huge company. Like this is definitely one of those things where it's like it happens a lot, but the 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 fear that's saying that yeah, boycotting the company is going to cause the people that we're trying to prove like they're trying to help wrong. You have, I mean, they recently hired a union busting firm mm-hmm. that in those things where when when they go out to do those protests and they go out to do that the fear of them losing their job is already there because most of the time when you're doing that they they know he's not at work because they mark them off yeah when they mark them off and they notice hey look at them i, I see that person it's like, who are you gonna, who are you gonna remember when they're trying to you know let go of people it yeah like it doesn't you know us not playing their game is not going to how they look at the employees who walk out and yeah. even more so, you also have to remember, and specifically, specifically for Activision Blizzard, this is also the same company they laid off two thousand plus people when they had their best fiscal year ever, mm. when Activision brought in over of one point six billion dollars off of microtransactions on their mobile game alone, not including the money from Warzone itself, just the mobile cost, right. not including their other. Uh, I can't remember the other mobile game, but it's something with an H. And then Blizzard would actually Blizzard makes them the least amount of money. I think Blizzard only makes them like a couple hundred million. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and the fact that they had their best fiscal year ever, um, and Bobby Kotick had his highest um, payout ever. He got that two hundred million dollars straight to cash uh, to his account, and they laid off two thousand. They laid off like eight hundred people on the esports, or eighty people from. The e-sports division and 1600 people over their whole entire company and when they make the most amount of money they're letting people so i don't think that's really an argument that they should be scared we should be scared of that if they're willing to let more people go the more money they make yeah yeah they they made dumb decisions in the past and not just that i'll take it a step further going back to the 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 victims which is really what they are is the people who you know we're talking about that we would be worried about them losing their jobs we're, that's when we talk about the times being different it's not just a joke i mean these people if they were to get fired could could get help from the same people who protested we could there's a bunch of things that you could do a gofundme they could go get a job somewhere else they could find a better position you know there's things that you can do nowadays that's just my philosophy man like if it can be destroyed by the truth man it deserves to be destroyed by the truth. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. Like, like we can't, we can't be short-sighted, in, and that's not on you. You know, you're you're playing the devil's advocate. We can't be short-sighted in the fact that saying like, oh, we'd be hurting them. If 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 we do hurt them, it'd be in the short term. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's time to start thinking about not just not just this situation, but going forward, making sure this never happens again. Because they were in that position because they were made to feel like they didn't have a choice. You feel? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we we these pe- these people that have been in charge for who knows how long at this point, they need to be tried in a court of public opinion, and uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to be found guilty. And you know, in that in that order, we have to punish them uh, accordingly. We have we have to hit them where it hurts, and the only way we really can hit them is in the pocketbook. And if they're going to fire these people because we're hitting their pocketbook, they're probably going to fire them anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter what we did. Yeah. So they don't deserve that money from us. They don't deserve that power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've always been the type of person to put just, you know, just put mental above physical, you know, like I'm not going, you shouldn't let like 
you shouldn't let you try like you shouldn't let your mentality be put at stake just for like a job or just for like that paycheck, especially when you have the skills and mindset to get you know, to get somewhere else in that same industry, you could probably get somewhere even better than Blizzard. You know, these people who are getting the 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 the, the women that are are getting shitted on at Blizzard, they could probably be doing so much better in another company that they don't have to you know physically worry too much about having to like like put up with that bullshit that they go through at blizzard you know yeah they, they don't have to endure that abuse to get a, a hopefully a position of equal standing with equal pay and and you know something of the like yeah because there's also like parts in the article where they're talking about they had people who were working they had uh uh females who were working there for years still almost basically at the entry level versus like males male men who were coming in and they were like getting promoted like almost off rip like almost off rip they're getting put in positions over them even though they had the seniority of them being there longer right i was seeing like it was like nine times out of ten they would choose a male uh a male worker to for promotions over a female who had been there longer it was mm-hmm. insane yeah that, that was just appalling and i was just like this is <laughs> it's just so stupid like to be and in a workplace keep going go ahead Oh, you can keep going. I'm... Okay. Uh, it, like I said, it, it's unfortunate because it, what ends up happening is, even though I do agree that, you know, yes, there's definitely going to be those companies out there that will treat you right, and you, it, it, it's unfortunate that you have to search for companies that will treat you right compared to treating you wrong, uh, that that's, a, that's even a scenario. But it is one of those things where a lot of those people who, a lot of the, a lot of the especially the females, that end up just straight leaving the industry altogether is you also have to remember that, well, yeah, you can find like an indie company or a smaller company or, you know, overseas, like there's really good companies in Poland that treat their employees wonderful. I'm saying like, I've been, I've been looking at studios and man, some of the, some of the benefits they have for those Polish uh, studios, it's like, well, I'm living lavish with this company. Uh, nice. But like, the thing is, like when you like once again, especially for this one being Blizzard, this is also like a dream company for a lot of people. Like the big ones, you know, Blizzard, Riot, uh, for some people like Ubisoft. Like these are companies that are like, dream companies. These are companies that people have have you know like like some of us like for like instance like Halo, right? You play Halo growing up, you want to work at Bungie. You are now three four three. You played you know Mario and and Zelda. Like their dream is to work at uh, Nintendo. Yeah. But then you get there and you're like, this is the company that everyone aspires to be this is like that time like when you're at that company this is like the like the equivalent of like a five star right like you're at the peak of what's being created and then they see that it, it sours the rest of the industry it's like oh this is the best of the best and this is how it is like imagine what doesn't get talked about at the other companies why would mm-hmm. i go any just no yeah yeah damn that's a good point for sure and then uh that's why you'll see a lot of you'll see a lot of them the- become like freelance because of that mm-hmm. yeah looking at the you you worked your soul hard to get to the cream you look like what you just mentioned how some people could be there for years and, and accumulate seniority and someone could just come in and get the better position than you you're 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 not you're not only hearing about it you are living it yeah like this is not a fair industry for for you 
like and you're and and this is the best like you're in your in their mindset when you think when you think about like when people are like oh why do they stay there why do they take that that's the cream of the crop that is where they work they are considered they they in their minds are so lucky to work there because that is the top like the top company yeah and like that like he, you're absolutely like Ion's right. Like you, you look at other companies that are, like are considered lesser, and you're like, "Well, man, it must be worse there," you know. Like it's so it's 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 so it's so messed up that you have to fight for basic work conditions. Um, yeah, a- honestly, like being like, it's just that. It it it's just crazy. Like being in, in when you're in the workplace and you have to face something like that. It makes just trying to to I guess succeed or go further in that industry, it makes it so hard. Especially if you're in that minority of being like black or being a female. Like especially being a black female, you have so much against you in so many different industries that it makes it so hard for you to want to try to succeed in those industries. And it's just like it comes off it, it it just like we said at the beginning it all comes from the top you know it all starts at the top just that that the the the, the big people in power are the ones who are pushing this narrative like they were talking about um i don't know if it was the the president the ceo but they were talking about how they had a hotel room that they nicknamed the cosby room i'm like what the yeah, fuck cosby are we team. talking about right now like why is this Fuck. a real thing that we are that, that they are pushing and like why are we just now like like hearing or doing something about it now yeah known as the cosby suite and i'm not i'm not gonna say the uh tweets or the, the text messages and stuff like that but it's very easily accessible for those that are interested in seeing it but they, it's nothing they can't they can't deny or say oh it, we didn't mean it that way because when you read the messages between the people who were running that whole thing it is clear as day what that thing is about mm-hmm. it is clear as day that the room in which had a lot of alcohol and they very clearly had a certain uh, objective when going into that room with other people that are going to those events that want to get into the industry uh, it was very clear about what that what that room was for yeah and to know that that is the people that are in charge and those people that are like senior developers and this is why for anyone that's like trying to get into the industry like myself you'll see a lot of a lot of openings for senior art directors senior lead developers senior anything under the sun but you never see a junior position you never see an entry position Mm -hmm. because it's the seniors that are bouncing around everywhere because guess what someone says something to the hr the hr says hey you can't be doing that we're going to move you to another department that slot gets open and then there's that senior job position that's open right there. Yeah. But you never see a junior that moves up to that position for those reasons. And even like from that, just to know that these are the things that are happening. And they also, once again, they just hired an anti-union busting firm just kind of really drives in what the leaders of those companies think about their employees. Mm-hmm. That instead of saying, man, we really messed up and we've really been, see how we can fix it they're going to hire companies to make sure they they have the best chance at making sure they mitigate the legal damages against people that they wrong mm-hmm. that's what their concern is right now instead of fixing the situation 
That's why I always tell people, don't talk to your HR about your problems, man. They are there yeah. to protect the company. They are not there to protect you. Yep. Absolutely. And then, as well, the community were also calling to... There are some people in the mostly Overwatch community that were going to the the esports teams, and they were basically telling them to... Come, just stop just stop eat why are we why are we um why are we pushing overwatch league why are we still doing overwatch league um we shouldn't be doing that while blizzard is still pushing this agenda y'all should just completely just stop like people were saying that yes they need to basically quit their jobs as esports gamers or uh esports i guess what you would just call it yeah, esports gamers. They basically say stop this Overwatch League. Um, just, just, just quit all. They basically boycott Overwatch League. You guys shouldn't be playing it anymore. What do you guys think about that? You know what, man? I'm a. That's a tough one. You know, this these these aren't like me and you. You know, these aren't me people getting on playing for a couple of hours, being like ah, you know, whatever. When will I play again? These are people who are making their living off of this now. Yeah. People right. who this game is their career, right? People who who centered their whole life around this to make some money. So, and you gotta imagine, uh, uh, there's uh, the statistics are out there. A lot of the people who make fast money, man, are bad with money. Mm-hmm. They don't. You yeah. gotta imagine that a lot of these guys are up to date with like their money. If you catch my drift, meaning. They're almost living pay to, paycheck to paycheck like us because they live lavishly mm-hmm. or and spend their money right or you know they were just enjoying themselves. So to quit entirely is like asking anyone else to quit their job, especially when they're surviving off of it. It's yeah. like this, like as bad as things can get, and that's what sucks about the situation. As bad as it gets, so many people depend on that company, mm-hmm. depend and. Yeah. To make money, that that the Overwatch League brings in money like crazy every year. Yeah. So so you gotta you got we on the other side of employees too. So I don't I wouldn't. That's a that's a tough one, man. I wouldn't tell people to completely stop, but I don't know if it's some suspension of of the game or the league would be a good idea. Um, in the meantime, you know, but that's a tough one. Definitely a tough call to make, especially when so many people's lives take. Uh, I'm not sh- not trying to share the word I'm trying to say there, but uh, uh, people's lives are on the line. Yeah, life not not necessarily lifestyle, but like their the source of income basically is on mm-hmm. the line, and and it's definitely a big decision if if pro mm-hmm. players like that are going to decide to swap games and stop playing a certain game because yeah. you you you. Obviously, you have already made a name for yourself if you're if you know a professional player in that game, but you have to build yourself up in an entirely separate ecosystem. Essentially, it's it's definitely a big change that people are probably not willing to make right now. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, even stepping aside from just the moving games, I mean, we're we're not just saying we're not just talking about the professionals themselves, like just the players themselves. We're also talking about the coaches. Yes. The casting all the people who do the engineering behind it to get the when we when we were in person uh all the 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 place operational the people who run the the event when it's there like this is it it is a cascade it isn't just oh yeah it's just the players like they're gonna 
computer, there's a whole entire team behind it, right? And while if we're just talking about just talking about the players themselves and disregarding everyone behind the scenes working on it, you gotta remember that. Granted, I think uh, we're love wonderfully in the esports industry are moving towards realizing that once you turn 21 or 23, you're not old as dirt. Like people are realizing, wait, you know, reaction time and being a crack on 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 the mouse and keyboard isn't all it's cracked up to be. You can, I mean, there's a professional CS:GO player that's in his 40s and he's beating people who are 16, 17. Like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like age isn't really the determining factor here. Yeah the time for most of those players or most of these players right now are common for them to be around 22 23 you know all the way down to 16 17 and like the in the tier two scene just tell them to stop playing what other skills do they have i mean you know that's you can argue that that's partially their fault for not being prepared for when they stop yeah. doing these but it's the same thing as saying well if a football football player stops you know playing football what skills does he have mm-hmm. he runs the ball i mean you know yeah he's buffed what other skills does he have? What other skills does a soccer player have when they, when they, it's like when you tell someone to stop that, it's like, what are they going to do then? Huh? Yeah. What's, what's the author? That, 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 right? that's exactly how I was, how I was like thinking whenever I was reading it, I was just like, it's, it's just like if you were to tell a sports player to stop playing that sport, like, you know, they built their yeah. whole lives around it. You don't get to this point where they're out they're at without having your whole life basically revolve around what they're doing. Yeah. So you, you think that they're just gonna be like, yeah, okay, I guess I'm gonna get a, get a job as a conqueror or something like that? It's like, no, <laughs> like, Time to concrete, like you know, like yeah, like you literally have one of the players, uh, which I actually think he retired and he's uh, now does stuff in the background. Which you know, you got the ecosystem right there where a lot of retired, just like in football, right? A lot of retired players become casters, yeah, uh, or coaches. You you you. And players who have literally, I think it was uh, Zachary, when he was, uh, I which season it was, he literally skipped his graduation because they had a playoff game. And he came onto the, the floor ready to play the game in his uh, uh, cap and gown. They, like, yeah. celebrated his graduation in the in the game, like, like during the, like, in the match. And so these players, like, like that's, that's, is their life. They yeah. dedicated <laughs> Yeah, so I definitely agree that it 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 might be like like ah, it's definitely a gray area, a little bit too much maybe to ask for these guys to just basically completely stop playing what they've pushed their entire lives into, and I I because I de- especially because these guys it's not like they're completely just pushing this to the side because like I said at the beginning they all did their they're like they 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 there are plenty other overwatch t- league teams that did something uh those are just the, the ones that I found like off top were Houston outlaws Dallas fuel Francisco shock and uh Washington justice they you know they they had their their part in in putting in their own words into what happened or how they feel they obviously just because they're they're still doing this doesn't mean that they they support what's going on at blizzard uh not in any way or terms like you can go to any overwatch league team and they've all had something to say they've all had some kind of input to what's going on at blizzard like nobody just because they're they're still playing overwatch means that they're okay or that they're enabling what blizzard is doing it's just that this is what 
their life is like you know they can't just easily say okay well no more overwatch league i guess i'm just gonna go be a pro apex player or a pro fortnite player it's not that easy yeah yeah it, it's building building is hard <laughs> <laughs> fair enough De- def- definitely a, a big choice to be made there yeah so is there uh, anything else anybody would like to input for the Blizzard whole situation? Nah, man. That whole thing's a heavy topic, bro. Yeah. Not gonna lie. It was definitely a heavy topic. I expected that one to go pretty, pretty long. Um, I think that went like 45-ish minutes. Um, but yeah, we can uh, move on into smaller news then. So this isn't you know, big ginormous news, but it is some things that were at the tops of some gaming news articles. Um, one of the starts was Genshin Impact's official Discord hit its maximum user capacity. It actually had hit it for quite some time now, and people were just like unable to get to the Discord servers, but they officially made a second server for more people to get into. I think the cap was like 80,000. So they had 80,000 plus people in their, in, uh, well, they had 80,000 people in their first Discord and decided to make another Discord. I don't know if that Discord's at max capacity. I'm pretty sure get like is Genshin becoming a really big game so I'm pretty sure that their second server is near or at max capacity yeah I have to imagine that it's it's got to be uh well maybe not extremely close but it's definitely got to be uh, up there have any guys actually played Genshin I'm actually starting to play Genshin right now like I, I I started it a while back and I I hadn't picked it up afterwards, but I'm starting to get back into it and starting to like level up and stuff. I'm actually shocked right now because I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I thought Genshin Impact was a phone game solely. It it, it started off as a phone game, and then then it get moved to Steam, or was it Steam then moved to to uh, mobile? Because I know they had like Honkai Impact and stuff like that. Which was actually really good. I, I, I was surprised. Yeah, like when yeah, I okay. when I heard about those, I thought those were actually like really good games. Wow, I'm you guys are blowing my mind because I I know <laughs> I get advertised. I used to get ads for them all the time. Genshin Impact. Now I'm like, what? What is this iOS game? Get out of here. Genshin <laughs> but, is also on consoles, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it did come out on consoles. It's definitely available. I just looked it up. That's that is a wild fact. Let me see what it's about. Yeah, the company. It's honestly. The only it's honestly the only mobile game company that I'm rooting for to do good, because at, at first uh, one of one of uh, friends of mine he, he played Honkai Thirty a lot, and he convinced me to play, and I was like, okay, yeah, you want me to play a gotcha game on a mobile yeah. uh, game phone? Like, ah. okay, sure. And then I played, and I was like, wait, this isn't like just a gotcha. Like it's not a gotcha idol game. Like I'm actually like doing combos, and there's like. Like cutscenes that like rival like the Naruto uh, yeah. storm games. It's got. Story. I was like, wait, what's going on? This oh. is mobile, yeah. and like, yeah, it has a whole story. And then the uh, when Genshin came out, they started doing like, like ads. Now, like these ads legit look like like if this is not 3D anime, was in the future, let me down for it. Like, the quality is so good. Yeah, like it is. It's it's definitely like taking by crazy, dude. Because like. I remember because, like, 
for me, I was introduced to Honkai Impact solely from like YouTube videos, like people who are getting advertised by Honkai Impact. I was getting those, and I was just like, okay, so it's gonna be like another Raid Shadow Legends. That's that's what that's what I was going into because you know everybody was getting Raid Shadow Legends sponsors. And so that's what I was just like, okay, so they're just going to like say, okay, it's an innovative game. It does its own thing. But then actually like looking at it and like you realize it actually has its own story, has its own fleshed out characters. It's constantly getting uh, updated. It's getting like events and stuff like that. It's actually a really decent game. And like Genshin is just like, it's just going crazy. Like it's spreading like wildfire. Also, I'm not sure if anyone uh, saw it. They did a recent, uh, uh, what was it? What's it? Crossover with uh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. where Aloy is a collectible character. Yeah. And wow. I would also like to redact my my uh, original statement. It was not eighty thousand members. It was actually eight hundred thousand members in their first server. And that, that is a distinction. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know there there, buddy. People on a Discord. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of people to be in one Discord. They reached that within like uh what um, a couple like let me see. Uh wasn't Were it you the game released at the beginning of the year? Yeah. Um let's see, it didn't take that long. It like it was yeah, so it was it was at capacity for quite a while. Then on July 28 is when they made the second server. And as of the 31st, so it came out on the 28th. So on the 31st, as of the 31st, they are already at 140,000 users. Do we, gotta, we, do we need to join the server before that one becomes full? Just so <laughs> like, right, right. Like, I think, like, I feel like we might need to join join this Genshin server because, like, it's it's I, it's there. Like, I am downloading it right now. <laughs> downloading this game right now. Like, it is an amazing. Like, like the stuff that I've played so far. So far, I haven't gotten past like slimes and the first little lizard enemies and stuff like that. I just found like the the storm terror, and I just did the little part where you're up there in the air shooting the storm terror. But so far, it looks so good. And even that part right there was amazing. It looked amazing. It felt great to play. It's a it's a really good game. And if you guys have and if people who are listening have not tried it yet, I highly recommend that you try Genshin Impact. I'll have to pick it up. I haven't actually touched it yet. Yeah, what's up, me and my? I have it. Uh, I mean, I can join too. I have it. I have it installed, sitting on my PC. But uh, slight tangent. I've been so enthralled with Final Fantasy right now that I just haven't clicked on it. Yet. Yeah, I've also seen Final Fantasy definitely coming. A lot I, of people getting on Final Fantasy. I, I need to join you in your in your Final Fantasy escapades. Please, I need to please do, because uh, I need to level up another class, and I will level up alongside with you. <laughs> okay there, there there you go mikey or Maz, there you go you got a new you got a game that you can stream you can stream some genshin impact in final fantasy i could do that yeah, yeah. yeah. sounds like a plan um another piece of smaller news ubisoft and bungie are suing a popular cheat selling uh website um let me oh. see yeah so Let's see if I can actually find it. Uh, against the people who claims it's running Ring One, a website that makes and sells cheats for various games like Destiny, PUBG, and Rainbow Six Siege. 
So, so I actually have a story with that because I've actually encountered uh, a, a cheater on both Destiny One when it was only console, which was really fun, and uh, Destiny Two. I've I've encountered a cheater one time, and uh, man. Uh, you think you don't think it's real until you get hit by it? Yeah, man, this is it. This is, this is cheating. Like, it's real. It's out there. Damn. Uh, if you haven't seen though, because mine mine was running it was classic, you know, aimbot with a sniper, you know, never never miss a headshot kind of thing. The cheats though have actually, uh, for those who have maybe not played Destiny two, uh, or not seeing this uh, how grand these cheats can get. Uh, there was one that I saw from a, a YouTuber who does like he does like trials uh, streams like that. The man went against a guy who, fresh account, uh, they probably did one of the light boosters to get to minimum light level to play on trials mode, the competitive uh, uh, game mode, and they had a grenade launcher. The grenade launcher shot faster than a machine gun. <laughs> what? And, yeah. So they would just fly around the map and do that. And if you, for some, if you somehow, because I think he took one round off of the guy, that next round, just to show the the futility of trying to fight this guy with cheat, uh, the next round, he spawned with the enemy team behind them with their grenade launcher, just killed them all the second the game started. Jesus Christ. That's ridiculous. I actually personally did have a. That is crazy. How does that? Okay, so this is like PC people, right? Like this is a PC problem. No, Uh, it is is also a console problem. Whoa! Yeah, it's way less, way less severe on console because you have to, you have to buy an extra. uh, I won't give the exact steps on how to do it, but let's just like you have to buy a couple extra USBs converters. Yeah, there's there's outside converters and shit you have to get. Yeah, and. And if I'm correct, isn't like on console whenever you're getting that is mostly like in trials. Oh, it's pretty much exclusive trials, which is unfortunate because that's the moment they want to say is like the the rating of PvP, right? Like it's brand content. Yeah. But ninety percent of it is either cheating or uh, win trading. People will have uh, either friends or they themselves have like an extra PS4 at home or something like that, and they'll just load in and try and queue with themselves on the alt account because you know you can make accounts for free mm-hmm. and then win trade by having their idol accounts on the other side and they just kill them yeah wow yeah and i know that that destiny and destiny 2 have been having just a huge problem with cheaters like i've seen it um being voiced so many times like on twitter on youtube instagram like all these destiny consecrators have been just like they've just it's just been such a huge problem with cheaters and i was like seeing this i was just like okay bungie is at least doing something to try to like like get these guys uh put in their place and and, and hopefully shut down uh they have to, less than a month to do it. Yeah, because which, yeah, which queen's about to drop. And so, you know, a lot of people are about to start coming. Or the next D, or the next season, I don't know if which queen is dropping next month or not. Uh, it's delayed till next year because there's, they, they need more time to put uh, to finish touches in there or something like that. Okay, but the next season is dropping next month, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So that'll see like a lot of um, people returning, a lot of people continuing the game. So you're, you're definitely going to run Crossplay is a thing now. Crossplay, yeah. That's also a big thing is that crossplay is going to be coming to Destiny 2 next uh, next season. So that's definitely going to be rising up those those chances of, of, of cheaters in games. So I'm definitely glad that Bungie and, and Ubisoft is doing this as well. I don't know, man. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, I don't want to bring back the Overwatch thing, but whenever since ever since they've been letting PC people go on, I've been getting my shit rocked. So, <laughs> hey, bro, I told you it was a different. I told you it was a different fucking atmosphere. A, a, casual, a casual PS4 player does not compare to a casual PC player. So I'm just. See, that's not even. See, that's not even. That was what the deal was always talking that shit. Whenever I tell him that shit was different on PC, he was always just like, "Oh no, you just, you just, you just suck. That's all it is. Just get good. That's all it is." Nah, guys. Nah. Give me a mouse and a keyboard. Okay. Give me a mouse and a keyboard. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But it's uh, definitely good to see these companies coming with this. And uh, Mods, I remember you were about to say something about because I remember you were talking about a lot about how you guys experienced, you and DJ experienced cheaters during your Destiny 2 and Destiny 1 experiences. Where? Yeah, but back when we when we played the original Trials in Destiny 1, I remember we had warlocks who would uh, have multiple supers ready, so they would they would be able to res multiple man. times in a, in a single match. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That was pretty fun. I also uh, there was one time where a dude was just flying around uh, full super, never never losing super, just uh, flying around the map, just instantly killing people. That was that was fun. Wow. Those are the days, those are the days yep. dude. Yep, those are the days. That's that's when you just look at the game and you go, I don't think I don't think I'm ready for this experience right now. Yeah, I'm gonna just, <laughs> just put it down for a minute, you know? Because like I've definitely I've had one game where I had a dude using wall hacks. That was that was annoying. Mm-hmm. that was very annoying. You noticed it too, like. I'm not even. I'm so slow, dude. I'm not. I'm. I'm not even kidding. I'd literally be sitting there going, "How do I do? How, what class is that? Like, I don't." <laughs> it's like, what perk does he have where he can shoot me all the way from the other right. side? Right. What, what kind of build is this? <laughs> I'm like really slow like that. It wouldn't until like if the if the chat afterward was like, "What the fuck? Did you guys see that?" Then I'd be like, "Oh, oh, oh that's like, so exotic." <laughs> It wasn't an exotic that let him infinitely have super. Oh. That made him fly around the map forever. <laughs> yeah, so it's good to see that they're they're starting to um, they're starting to close down on some of these people who are making the game just unbearable for other people to play, especially at the more competitive levels like um, like like when you're uh, like Crucible, uh, ranked Crucible, and uh, trials um you know I, what i will say though yeah for the for those for those anyone out there who actually has dabbled enough to cheat and everything can y'all cheat in the pve side of things like when a, when a man's doing a raid can y'all just bust out the rocket launcher and just kind of do, 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 do real quick right right i'm trying to give up trying to give us stuff bro like I remember when uh, we ran um, Leviathan and they showed us a little that little uh, glitch with the with that one emote on um, on Gauntlet, you know, where you, the the Pee Wee Herman glitch, where you can basically oh, yeah, get where you inside. Can hop into the wall. Yeah, I was like, come on, now yeah. let's let's get some more stuff like that. I'm trying to get my raid exotics and my 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 raid gear. <laughs> I'm trying to get oh, that Vex with the class and everything. Isaac, come on, just 
Yeah, I don't want nobody get the time to run these raids over and over again. You know how long it took us to do Deep Zone Crypt? It did, did take us a while. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, so uh, on to the next piece of uh, smaller news, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, Netflix is planning to start a gaming service, and a certain somebody wants to get in on that. So, for so first, let's talk about this the the Netflix gaming um, situation altogether. So, Netflix wants to quote unquote broaden their horizon, finding a new business opportunity by starting up its own little gaming service, which is supposed to launch by the end of 2022, so at the end of next year. Um, so, I'm guessing they're trying to do like. They're trying to get above. They're trying to get above like Disney Plus and all the other new streaming services that are starting to just pop up all around, you know. Um, right. So they're deciding to, I'm guessing, do like a, because I don't really know what Netflix themselves could do. Like I'm guessing it'd be like kind of like Redbox, where you would like have a game for a certain amount of time that you're able to play. Um, no. I think it's going to be more like how PlayStation Now and Xbox, uh, the Game Pass, do it, yeah. where mm-hmm. where you have access to uh, an entire library that you pay once a month, and then you have access to that entire library and can play whatever game. That's at least the the gaming. Yeah, that's the sub- gaming subscription model that's been working for the biggest competitors in that in- in- industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They probably saw too. They're like we're we're the. I don't know if they are. I don't know if you can consider them the same anymore. I think there's enough to where they're no longer. But like we're like the kings of the the you know entertainment for film and stuff like that. And they probably, I guarantee you, one of the top execs probably has a good bit of shares in Microsoft and everything. Saw their quarterly earnings. They looked at that Xbox tag and they saw specifically Game Pass and they saw those dollar signs. And they're like, yo, wait, that's kind of what we do with movies. Wait, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> yeah. And I'm reading it right now. It says uh, it's reported that Netflix won't charge the customers separately for its games. The combo of video content yeah, no. and gaming content will both fall under one subscription price. So well, you know how they're going to increase it by twenty bucks. Yeah, they're probably going to increase those those <laughs> subscription prices by a fuck ton. And then you know I, how those do they that, that that whenever someone always a service provides something for free. It's always at the front end because the back end of that is at some point they're going to charge you. Yeah. Yeah. I have to imagine that this is also maybe a bit of a response to the, um, what was the, the Google game system? Uh, the Stadia? Stadia? Yeah. I have to imagine it's a response to that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And as for the person who wants to um, get in on this, I don't know if you guys are looking at my if, if you guys are looking at my screen right now because I'm sharing it to Discord. But uh get on it. Yes, the man himself. Dr. Disrespect wants in on whatever Netflix is doing with with this gaming with the, with this with this gaming content. I can respect that. You know, I, I like the doc, man. He, let, he let, knows. Let me- the let me be the the dumb faced one. Who is Doctor Disrespect? <laughs> oh, he's a two time 1995 1996 blockbuster champion. That's what he. That's actually true. Uh, <laughs> he's he edit, he's one of the biggest streamers out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whoa! Was, 
arguably the biggest when it came to like Twitch for a bit, and then literally it's like a modern internet myth. No one knows why he got banned, which he doesn't even know why he got banned. Which and I was a YouTube streamer. Uh, it's if if you know if you've heard of Ninja, if you've heard of Tim the Tatman, he yeah, for sure, I've heard of them. Yeah, he he's right up there with him. He's he's one of the big. Wow, so he's got, he's trying to put his stake into this. Like, is it anything serious? Like, like Netflix is actually like, all right, or is it like? Well, just... so right now, if I'm correct, Netflix is kind of like still in the like the planning stages of what they're doing and still like working out the extra kinks of how they're going to do this. Um, mm-hmm. So, what what it was was that Doctor Disrespect was talking about this on one of his recent streams, and he basically said that he would be open to taking a seat at Netflix and work with the company to put together the most interactive, dominating streaming platform. Huh. And now that but he can- wants, he legitimately wants an actual piece of a piece of. He wants to get in. Like he doesn't yeah, want. He, he, he doesn't, doesn't just want to be sponsored. Deal. No, he wants to be at the table and work with them about putting together this, putting this together. Now that also kind of puts me in that mindset of could Netflix also be thinking about trying to start their own live streaming service as well to kind of rival YouTube and oh. Twitch? Because that's what the doc wants to. Yeah, yeah. I have to imagine that's that's more of what he's trying to do. Yeah, because I know I remember that around the time when he got when he got um, banned from Twitch, he was talking to people like Keemstar about like working to make like the next YouTube or the next Twitch. They were trying to work out making that putting that together. Um, but if he's going to go with Netflix, I can definitely see that like you know going somewhere even further. Honestly. Personally. I, I have to uh, uh, kind of if, if you're going to try and make a streaming platform that isn't one of the major streaming platforms, maybe Netflix isn't quite the best people to go to, especially considering their current track record with constantly bumping prices with no warning to customers and forcing customers onto onto more expensive plans, even though they would they prefer the cheaper ones. It's a maybe a questionable move, but it would, it would the memes on them. It would be something that would muscle the consumer into something that maybe they didn't sign up for. Cause if you got, you got to imagine those live streams and stuff like that, got to take up some fucking space. So we're going to end up, those who casually just want to watch something on Netflix will end up having to pay more for maybe a service. They didn't want when yeah. just get on Twitch and watch someone for free. Yeah. And cause like I was thinking, cause I was looking back to how, like with mixer, how mixer just, completely flopped like it was just because they had it almost going especially when ninja decided to go over to mixer they had those like a a big named streamer on mixer and that's probably going to be one of the things that would even put them in the ring is that they have to have that viewership people going to see this platform now you already have a bunch of people who already use netflix and, and and love what netflix does and there's also people who don't but there would, if Netflix were to come out with like a streaming thing, there would already be some eyes looking towards to see what it's about. 
And if Dr. Disrespect was a part of that, that would bring even more people looking over there. And by the fact of how much, like, you know, respect and, and, and the level of where Dr. Disrespect is, he could probably even bring some people over from Twitch. Because there's a lot of people who stream on Twitch who are just tired of streaming on Twitch and want to stream somewhere else, but they don't want to go to, like, YouTube or they don't want to try their, their, their hand in one of the other smaller... Um, smaller streaming services uh like i think it's torvo was one of them like those smaller streamer streaming services because like mixer they can just flop out of nowhere and you're just basically you can't go back to twitch you know unless you're like in really really good standing with twitch or you can't you know or you can go to youtube like if dr disrespect would be able to bring some people over there that would bring a large you know, a large viewership of people from Twitch over to whatever this would be with Netflix. I just, I, I, go ahead. I think it's a little <laughs> vicious, man. Like I know Netflix has money to throw at the problem, um, but that's just that's just very ambitious. I don't know how you juggle having a paid subscription versus something that you could watch for free, yeah, and that's not that's even just Twitch. That's YouTube. You could watch YouTube live as well. Um, so balancing both of those things, unless they were like to come up with like a separate like service that would be like free, but it definitely has a Netflix brand or something like that. I don't see how us as consumers don't get muscled into paying more, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, so, definitely. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 one of those especially because i remember whenever um mixer got bought out or or ninja got bought out by mixer to go over to their platform i remember a lot of people saying that like even even if it's just dr dr disrespect and he gets a couple other people it's still one of those things where a lot of a couple like like twitch and youtube they've had these communities that have been built around them Mm -hmm. so just taking the streamer and moving them over there doesn't want necessarily get you the entire audience as well that's one of the big things. Yeah, I feel like it would just depend entirely on how they would 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 build this, and this is still all in like the like beginning phases of it, and they don't, you know, I don't even know if they've, you know, completely even considered pulling Doctor Disrespect into the into the fray with this yet. He's just saying that he would definitely be down to sit down with the people at Netflix and bringing this together. I can understand for multiple reasons why one if you're at the ground floor you know he's he's gonna have the most say and preferably the most pay uh but i can understand like the mindset of him for one you know at a time being on the biggest streaming platform getting kicked off of it being for one not only a streamer himself knowing the side of the streamer and what you would like to see as someone who streams them but being of course you know a, a player you know being someone who uh just likes to play games knowing how someone at the top of that echelon, uh, how he want, how it should be made for the streamer and the person watching the stream, the person playing the game, having mm-hmm. someone of that kind of input, he knows he knows the position he's in and the the power he has in in terms of what he wants, and he's pushing it, which I think is great. I will say I will I do agree that maybe Netflix isn't the best choice because also if you think about all the streaming platforms. There's like two big things, right? You see Disney and you think China because mm-hmm. you have the, the Winnie the Pooh and all that kind of stuff. But you think Netflix oh. and you always have the Netflix adaptation meme 
you know, it already has a bad rep for, for how bad it does with those kind of things. Yeah. Uh, it is, it's definitely a thing that I think the bigger thing uh, is if someone like Doc, uh, he, which I understand why he's going to Netflix because they have the money behind it, but someone like Doc or someone like Tim, one of the big streamers straight up made their own work. Uh, came together to make their own platform the way they wanted to because like you said no one I don't want to say no one but most people don't like Twitch at the end of the day they're very bad with showcasing new people yeah they're, they're very bad when it comes to, yeah they're, they're very bad with the contracts actually very um, what's the word, predatory like not even becoming a true partner just becoming an affiliate locks you in and they can technically if they really wanted to they could sue you if you were to ever stream on any other platform yeah. just from being an affiliate. Mm -hmm. um, YouTube, while YouTube is, I would say, a lot better once you get the ground going, YouTube is also terrible at just saying they have a live streaming service to begin with. That's yeah. their biggest thing. Yeah, they, it's they, just like something that you figured out, oh, they can do that. Yeah. Yep. And Facebook also is a lot better in terms of payout. I think instead of it being, like, they give you like 70 or 80% compared to 50 uh, it's 40% at Twitch, mm -hmm. uh, both YouTube and Facebook. But also, Facebook has the problem of well being Facebook. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That, and I believe, if I remember correctly, the donation. So, the subscriptions on Facebook, you get most of, of the money that comes from that. But the bits, I believe, you only get like 30% of that. The 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 don't the tips and donations and stuff like that. You only get like 30% of that cut. Mm-hmm. So having a platform that's made by the top people, uh, I think a mixture having some of the top people and maybe some of them, you know, some that have it may be more of a uh, maybe not completely involved, but like consulting with some of the smaller uh, channels and so like that that are making their way and having a platform made by those people would hopefully do better. And I think that's what his long term goal is to make something like that. And for him, maybe he's seen this as a stepping stone, like a, a prototype self in disguise uh but that's what i think is really needed because it it's kind of just choosing the lesser evil yeah you choose the biggest platform but the crappiest uh way of exposure or you choose better uh better payouts but they're they don't know what they're doing when it comes to letting people know that they even have a streaming platform to begin yeah I don't want to discourage anybody from like trying to do their thing. Do there's definitely obviously the the reason they're going for things like this is because there's gripes about the current you know way that things are running. So obviously I want him to succeed. I'd love to see what he brings. You know, mindset wise, how do you focus on the viewer and the the person streaming? How do you make it not annoying? How do you make it easier for people to get on? How do you just make it more enjoyable again? The way that you're supposed to enjoy watching someone play a video game. I think that's where I think he can he can bring that perspective because a lot of other people just look at dollar signs and anybody designing anything are looking at other shit. They don't really know what one like like just just Moku knows how to interact with his uh, viewers and how to talk to them, and how to keep them engaged. So a guy at the top of his game like that could bring input in like like you wouldn't believe. So I am hoping and rooting for him to to do well. It's just that we've been let down before. But other companies, so we have to come at it with a more, more not. I wouldn't say negative point of view, but we have to be more on our toes about it because we. It sounds good on paper, but we've been, you know, through this before. 
Yeah. And it's just like, honestly, it's it's that and then just being able to keep that same energy while if this were to go higher, like, you know, once you get higher into that, because that's what Twitch used to be. For a while at the beginning, Twitch was an amazing place to go stream and go watch somebody stream. But like after all the years, it's just gotten worse and worse. It became, it's becoming like more into like more, I guess I want to say, um, Hell, what is the word? Um, more like a company, almost like if, if if that makes sense. More more suit and tie with how they do things and how you're able to stream or how you're able to watch. And and I'm like, if you can bring something that can be a good experience for both your streamers and both your viewers, and it's not so like confusing, such a hassle. And you keep that even after it's succeeded. I feel like you have something there that could easily rival YouTube and, and Twitch. Yeah. The big issue there is obviously if if you have to pay pay extra for it or just pay to actually get access to it, that's kind of you're already putting yourself back. Yeah. Yeah. And like, because they do have they do have a couple of of streaming services that are by streamers for streamers, and they still haven't worked. And that's just you know that could also be put in as it wasn't you know it's not heard of like nobody knows about it, nobody's talking about it. There's no big people over there to where people are like, oh, have you heard about Torvo? Like. You know, like there's not that many people who know about these streaming websites to be able to be like, I'm going to put, basically, I'm going to put my career, if I'm a big time, full time streamer, I'm going to put my career on the line for this chance that this, 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 this streaming service can go good, or I'm going to start so what you have like with these with these streaming services are smaller streamers who are just like okay i'm going to try and throw my hat into this if it goes big then i could be like the next ninja but that's an if and that's an easy if because i don't this isn't my full-time job i'm not making this my main income but where your problem is is where you're getting people who streaming is their main income it's their full-time job going over to a to a non like nobody knows like no word out there um streaming service to try at the at the at the 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 shot of it maybe going good or maybe going bad and your entire career is basically down the drain go talk to girls nerds (laughs) <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. It's, it's... Man. So, yeah. So, that was basically what was going on there with Netflix gaming service and uh, Dr. Disrespect trying to come in and, you know, do his little thing. Um, So, I think that just about wraps it up for smaller news so we can start getting closer to this into this um closer into our goodbyes in our outros here um is there anything anybody would like to add about any of the stuff that we've talked about today any of the stuff from the beginning to now man um, all i gotta say because i gotta run here in a little bit is um we covered a lot today who knows how much of this will make it onto the final cut but 
man, there's there's just too much going on, man. You just got to enjoy what you got to enjoy out there with games. As, fact, as far as all the politics behind it, it's important to follow it. But games should be fun. But it's no, it's not fun when people are getting hurt, and it's not fun when products aren't finished and shit like that. So all I know is right now I'm playing that League of Legends game on my phone, and I'm having a great time. That Wild Rift Wild game. Rift. Oh man! Ah, dude, I can't get enough. I can't get it on PC, so I got the next big. Ah, it's so good. It's so. I love the way they've automated it. The auto auto shoots. It's easier for the game. Lessen the buttons to make sure that you're able to play full screen and everything. Find a game like that, man. Like twenty seconds. It's. I'm having a blast. So if there's any games I can recommend, I'd recommend Wild Rift. Add me. Uh, for some reason, it's still my old dumb Riot game account. So it's BMO underscore one hundred two. Wow. <laughs> judge me. Judge me. I was into Adventure Time like any normal game. Uh, you've been judged. <laughs> All right, mods. Is there anything you want to add? Overall, so it's everything we talked about. Yeah. Uh, just be nice. Love each other. You know. Amen. It's- Forever, however much longer we have on this little blue planet that's slowly dying out, just be just be cool with each other. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter to be an asshole like that. Just love thy human. Isn't that would and no means no. Right, right. It's simple. Two letters. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's all. It's yeah. All right. But uh, hyped for some of the game releases that are coming out. Definitely. Yeah, big. I'm definitely. I'm I'm hyped for this um for this uh analog pocket. I'm mm-hmm. I'm hyped for that. I'm ready to play some some Game Boy games back in the day. I'm ready for that. That would um, be pretty cool. Um, Ion, is there anything you would like to add about anything we talked about today? Uh, any of you guys out there that are listening that play Final Fantasy, if you're like level fifty and Goldsmith, <laughs> I really need some help. Uh, in Exodus, that's my server. Uh, I really want to make this ultimate weapon, and I didn't level. So if you could help a man out, just let me know. All right, yeah, get a little, throw a little, throw a little, you know, throw a little in there. You know, you got somebody, you need somebody to play Final Fantasy with. Here you go. This is your man. I like it. Um, join the Discord. Right, right. Join the Noodle Gang Discord. <laughs> if you, there are so many ways you can you can join the Noodle Gang Discord. You can either I'll probably put like a link in it on 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 the um, podcast on whenever I upload it because we'll probably upload it to like mm-hmm. Spotify, um, wherever else you upload podcasts to. Obviously, in the next episode, I'll have more details on where else we're we're posting this because I don't know. As far as I got, I got podcast uh, Spotify, like maybe sound it on Anchor. Anchor to work. Yeah. Um, is there what's everybody playing right now? What, what what game are you guys playing? I'm not talking about no Apex. I'm not talking about no Fortnite. I'm not talking about none of that. What's a a good single player esque game or some game that that you don't think we would play that you're playing? Uh, so for me, the game that I've been playing most recently is Outer Wilds. That's that's uh probably the biggest thing that the biggest like. I, I don't know how to... It's, it's an experience. That's all I'm going to say about it, really. I, I can't say much more without getting too deep in, into how everything works, but it is definitely an experience. I recommend it. Uh, well, can you at least tell us like what the game itself is about? It's, it's a space exploration sim where you're 
an alien creature on a different planet in a different solar system and your job is to explore there's like that's literally all the game is but it's so good Mm -hmm. okay just just uncovering how everything is unfolding it's pretty interesting all right and uh neo i remember you were talking about um that league of legends like game right game I'm also, playing, I'm also playing this game where I'm getting fucked by life. It's <laughs> real out here. All right. So what's that? Uh. So what? What was the the mobile game like? Like, what's it about? Like, what are you doing in there? How about Wild Rift, man. Yeah. Dude, it's League of Legends, bro. You get to play as any of your characters: a tank, assassin, uh, fucking. I think the other one's mage, but you're a huge wuss if you play those. I only play tank and assassin. <laughs> it's freaking awesome it's a three lane mobile game same as any you can do dual lane mid lane uh single lane uh some little jungle um it's the same same objectives as uh paragon man same dealio you know yeah, league if, of- if i'm not mistaken it's literally, literally just league of legends but simpler okay oh yeah way simpler they, they i mean it's kind of crazy how they've been able to still implement all of the characters from the game from league of legends because there's an insane amount of um characters to pull from and they make a lot of them free. I think it's about 30 characters free just from the job. Just like, you know, just like Smite or Paragon or whatever. You have mm-hmm. to uh, work and work and to, to unlock things. And you know me, any game that's free is going to stay free to me. I don't pay for free games. So I, you just got to grind, dude. But honestly, the rewards are nice. They, your matches will run you about what a normal game would, about 35 to uh, 45 minutes. I've had games on there that, like, especially when you're going competitive, that lasted me like an hour and ten minutes. People would go just as hard on on the mobile as it, on the mobile game than they, as they do on PC. So it's I'm it's just having a bunch of it's having a good time. Um, you just have to get into it, man. There's there's no pressure. I mean, you don't. It's not like PC where someone will come in and tell you, "Hey, you're fucking trash" or something like that. It's it's all just very simple. You pick a lane, you get at it, you take your loss, you take your win. It's it's so addictive, man. You'll get lost in it for like hours. All right, all right. Um, Ion, you got any games that you're playing? Well, I, I think you guys know that I've been playing Final Fantasy. Yeah, I'll give the whole spiel. You know, it's a, it's a meme at this point, but the game is free up to level sixty which includes the base game and Heaven Sword, which is their first expansion. Uh, when, when, when they say that, like, as in a free trial, like, they legit mean it in terms of, uh, you can, like, I, I just finished the base game. I can do all of the raids that they have in that one and the expansion. I can do all of the in-game content, the PvP, all that stuff, and not a dime. Hmm. So that's really cool. And because it, the game, the way it functions is you can play one character. And if you guys are no rpgs or no like mmos like wow and stuff like that you have multiple classes in, in final fantasy you can play one character and do every single class in a character and this is kind of i don't want to say it's a loophole because obviously they, they intended it for it to be this way mm-hmm. but if you hit level 60 in one class and you still don't want to pay for the game for whatever reason you can just hop on another class and level that up to level 60 and still not pay so you can i think there's like 20 different classes and at least 50 ish percent of them you can level up uh through base game and uh and heaven's word so that's like four or five hundred levels for just play the game for free and just experience it so that's cool uh but just you know aside from that because i've already talked about a game that i have uh 
often on been playing for a single player game that I recommend is Control. Oh yeah, I, I did that. hear about that because I remember it came out on PS mm. Plus for a while. It was it was like free on PS Plus for I think a month. It was like last sometime like late last year. For any of you guys who like the SCP style or like uh you know the Great Beyond like Eldritch Beings and stuff like that, kind of games that mess with your mind, and stuff like like cosmic horror. Yeah, like Cosmic Horror, the, the, the things from the Beyond kind of stuff. Where, if we're like SCP, right? There's like mundane items that have been touched by these Beyond creatures. And they have like, like interesting like abilities like that. This game is all about that. It is so good. Mm-hmm. So, so good. Mm. Definitely and, check. Uh, oh. There, I, I will give a little little bit of it because I the, the last thing I played was doing this. Uh, there's a mission. Where you talk to a guy and he's like, you can't take his eyes off of this fridge or the fridge will kill him. And you go do some things, you come back and like, he's like, literally the whole, every, you come back in different stages of that area and he'll like tell you, like, you know, hope you come back. I hope you're going to help me out. He like talks about how his eyes are burning because he's been sitting there for like 72 hours straight, just staring at this fridge and blinking. Jesus. Uh, uh, you know, won't won't put it in but you do end up like because through that mission you end up fighting some ain't like it's literal eldritch like colossal being in another dimension that you fight and you have to you know it, it's crazy it, it's such a good game it's such a mind twisting game and stuff like that uh it's cool it's cool oh, it's and so... if you like absolutionist architecture it's really nice uh... Boku still hasn't recovered from his last psychological. Right, right. I was, about, I was literally about to say that. I was just like, oh, that mind twisting stuff. Uh, I'm already feeling the ducky ducky bull crap coming on again. I can't. Oh my god. Like I, I honestly just accepted the fact that I feel like ducky ducky is going to have a small part in my brain for the rest of my life. I think, I think I've just come to accept that because that game was so fucking disturbing. It, it just, it just freaked me the hell out. Yeah, that game that Doki Doki really hits you when it, when it when it ramps up, it ramps up. Yeah, yeah like we're here now. Yeah, it definitely it, it, just it hits say, the wall pretty fast. Yeah, it just says fuck your feelings, fuck everything you feel like. You know, <laughs> we're gonna show you this story regardless of how you feel, and you're going to keep playing it. <laughs> and borderline by the end of it, you may or may not throw your PC out the fucking window because. Guarantee you, if I didn't come up with the ending that I came up with, it got to that last arc of the fucking game. I would not have a PC to this day because that piece <laughs> I would have thrown my PC out the window. No, sir. That's that like like I, I literally watched like all the endings of Doki Doki like on stream, and no, I don't. I don't want none of that stuff to happen. I didn't want none of that to happen without me knowing about it. Um, yeah. But uh, as for me, um, the game that I've been playing, I've been playing The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Uh, yes, that game has came out. It's already been out for a while. But for me, I haven't played any of The Witcher games at all. Like, um, I think I played a little bit of The Witcher 2 only because it was like free on Xbox at one point oh, in time. Here. Huh? I did that exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, like literally that was the only time I ever touched The Witcher. I think I played like a begin like the beginning couple like an hour into it and I stopped playing it. Cuz also at that time 
it was around 2011 and Elder Scrolls Skyrim came out and I, <laughs> that started my addiction. So it was always like literally it was like at that point in my time, it was either Destiny 1 or Elder Scrolls for me. It was, that was literally all I was playing. Um, so a couple of people on stream, they wanted me to go through and play the Witcher, but also because of that fact that I, that I divulged that around that time I was just playing Skyrim and everybody was just like, Oh bro, if you like Skyrim, you're going to love the Witcher three. And, um, I was like, all right then I'll, you know, mods hit me, uh, hooked me up with the, with, with the Witcher three. So we were able to play it and that's what we're playing on stream. Also, if y'all want to check that out, you already know y'all can come hit me up at twitch.tv slash TK Moku, you know, um, affiliate. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I've been playing lately. I, I don't know if I have to go into much about what the game is, you know, you're a Witcher, which is these, um, I guess like knights that are uh, basically trained to, or or, or by, or, or they're 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 like knights you know who use magic and they use uh, they they also use swords. They 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 they're like breed bred to basically be the ones to do the missions that nobody else can. Like like the the real top of the the rim type stuff. And you play as Gerald, who at this point is like. He, he he's basically just like looking for his his girlfriend and um i don't know too much about the story because i'm still like at the beginning parts of it but um you just it's just a great little rpg world you can definitely get lost in it there's a lot of story and stuff like that um definitely a, a good game so far and i enjoy playing it Definitely, definitely going to be one of those cult classics. I think, uh, looking back on Witcher Three. Yeah. Oh yeah. All I think about is uh, what's his name, Henry Cavill. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah from the, uh, season the two. Yep, season two is coming out. Yeah, and uh, also I'm like sitting here like being forced to play a freaking card game that I have no idea. I got no instructions on how to play in the game <laughs> like they just throw you into it it's like all right they hey we're gonna play this instructions i didn't so, yeah. think that it was like <laughs> <laughs> moku throws the instructions away immediately <laughs> how the boy is he's like i don't need this i don't need instructions just throw down a card and say yahtzee I don't go <laughs> right right it's like go fish there you go right here and i lost my first game <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, overall, it is a pretty good game so far, and I'm enjoying it. Um, last thing, if is there any games that you guys didn't just get through talking about that you would recommend that any of us or anybody listening would play? Uh, Legends of Runeterra, game by the game yeah, game by Riot. Uh, it's it's a it's a card game in the same vein as Hearthstone just made with league of legends characters it's uh it's interesting they uh i believe the, the, their their next update is coming out within with next week something like that uh, so uh, yeah i don't i know they just they just had an update viego which for those who play league of legends are you know caught up with it he's, he's kind of like the big bad so far uh big they bad. just had viego and action released and man i love a Viego deck. It is so interesting to play. If I'm not mistaken, that event is going to be ending within the next few days. Yeah. But the cards stay. 
Yes, the cards that that came with the event are staying. Uh, it's a it's a very fun game. Uh, Neomars, you have any game besides the ones that you listed under your what you're playing that you would recommend to us or people listening? Honestly, going the single player route, you can't go wrong with just a good old fashioned uh, Pokemon, man. I me personally, right now, what's been getting me through the move out with everything being disconnected, no Wi Fi, no nothing. I've just been playing some good old fashioned Fire Red. You just fucking it's, it's the classic, man. You just can yeah. know. You know no one else. You can take it on the go. No online or offline mode. Everything's automated because of the emulator. So you know, and like I'm, I play with my wife, so I'm constantly just trading just for funds. Because you know, back in the day, you had to actually care about the trade. Now yeah. she, she doesn't care. She's fucking make another game. So it's just it's a good time to you know just uh, a lot of games I play have been multiplayer, so I've been missing it a lot. Yeah, you know, especially uh, with the the analog pocket coming out, you can play this game, oh, like Game Boy Advance games. You know, you oh, can actually play the real product. Fire Red. You know, but yeah, that's what I recommend. That's just a classic for me, man. You, easy to pull out. Just emulators nowadays. You just start playing. You don't like your fucking choice? Start over again. Fast forward through it. Ah, it doesn't matter. There's an emulator, so it's just good to explore your options like that. Mm-hmm. Like just. Start. All right, all right, dope. Uh, Ion. Uh, I'm gonna hit y'all with a with a curveball. It's not a game, not game game per se, but uh, hey, if you got some friends, if you you got people online, uh, and y'all love RPGs and stuff like that, uh, take take out the good old book, play some D and D, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <Yep. clears throat> Definitely trying to get in some com- campaigns, mods. Um, <clears throat> you know, mods is our is uh one of our DMs, you know, so we're def- definitely down to get in on a campaign. I'm, I've been telling mods for like weeks now that I've got characters ready to go for a campaign. Get me players, man, get me players, okay? Oh, well, well, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Dio will be down for some Discord, some Discord uh, campaign. Yeah, I think, I, I think, I think what mods doesn't want to happen is, is you and him alone in the room and you're playing like eight characters in different voices. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, that first campaign that we all did. Hey, it could be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah definitely, that's, that's my choice right there. Yeah, I'm definitely down. And I remember Maz is also, you know, he was coming to me saying like, "Hey, it would it would be cool like if we like streamed a, a a campaign or if we made a campaign series and uploaded it to YouTube, and that'd be definitely cool if y'all wanted to see that." You know, definitely see this funny little cast of characters that we're going to have on these podcasts, create some characters and then run a campaign where we do some kooky, crazy stuff. Like I can say for from experience, one of the one of a kooky little moments we had in a, in a campaign was whenever we took out that goblin little ambush and everybody was on the goblin side when I wanted to take this goblin out and force it to tell us where we had to go to get to the bandit camp. But everybody was apparently turned into PETA or save the goblins. It's like, oh no, you're being too mean to the goblin. I stuck a damn, I stuck my bow staff up this goblin's ass. I don't care. This goblin was just trying to kill us a few seconds ago. But everybody's just like, oh no, this goblin has feelings. This, go- this goblin just tried to kill us. <laughs> Uh, fair point you have made sir yeah so yeah definitely we love doing all that little nerdy you know nerdy yes we're nerds we love doing all that stuff D D. we love magic the gathering here we do all sorts of stuff like that so you know um 
don't watch people get too passionate about a fake game before getting slapped with the reality and having to apologize for it. <laughs> Um, that wasn't, it wasn't Neo. That was that was Balthazar, the the amazing. That, that's different. That was someone else. I'm just like no, no, it doesn't. No, I didn't do that at all. You can't hold that against me. <laughs> um, as for me, a game that I would recommend. I am a huge, huge advocate for decision-based games. I love them so much because, like, it's like you can you can like. You're not doing so many of those big, you know, action commands and all this action throwing, you know, all this killing and fighting and all this stuff where you can just focus on like a good story. And I'm not saying that single player games don't focus on a good story. It's just that when you're doing a a, a decision based game, it's almost like you're watching like a TV series while also playing a game. And it just gets you so immersed into this world. So one of my games, the game that I would recommend is the Life is Strange um, game or series. Because we also were talking about this in in another podcast that I was in a couple days ago about Life is Strange. Um, It is a amazing beautiful story it's it's well written the 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 graphics of the game looks like it was like hand painted like it looks like like the whole game is like hand painted and then animated off of that it's a great game about this little teenage girl going through school finding out she has the ability to rewind time and basically solving mis like saying solving mysteries but <clears throat> basically trying to figure out what's going on in in this town that she grew up in she left to seattle and came back to um she meets back up with her childhood friend and together they find out what's going on behind this behind this uh behind the closet behind the door or behind the curtains of the sit of the little small roadside town that they live in and it's honestly such a great story that they tell um, I was telling this to them because they had only played like the first episode of it and they were like, I don't really like the game that much. And I'm just like, you just played the first episode. The The whole game as an entirety is an amazing play and definitely one that I was glad to play back again. Um, so I would definitely recommend that to anybody who hasn't played Life is Strange or even any other decision-based game. And apparently super accessible because it's on the App Store. Yep. Um, they have Life is Strange. They have Life is Strange Before the Storm and a, li- a second Life is Strange. And they even came out with another um, game from the same developers called Tell Me Why, which is about like a transgender male going through life with his sister um, and just, you know, like going through the world that doesn't fully accept people uh, who are transgender and, and like it's like a lot of their games, they 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 tackle real life problems and um, situations that are happening even in today's world, bitch. Uh, that are happening in today's world, and it's it, it makes the story even more immersive. Thank yeah, I'll be giving it. A, I'll be checking it out, man. I'll, you know, it's on the iOS or yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, that is, looks like everything we did on our little itinerary. Um, it was definitely a really good talk. Like we came up, we, we, we hit up a lot of good topics that were going on, a lot of things to look forward to. 
hopefully, you know, Blizzard, they, 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 they listen to what the community is talking about and they, you know, they try to do better going forward into the future. Um, hopefully, you know, Predecessor, whenever they drop and whenever Halo Infinite drops, the game is amazing and fire and everybody enjoys it like they should. Um, yeah, and I pre- I appreciate and thank each and every one of you guys for coming on to this podcast and, and talking for this, what, two hours and 30 minutes that we've been doing now. Uh, I think just about everything we talked about will be going into the final draft of this podcast. It's going to be a long one. Yep, yep, yep. But um, I think that is going to do it for the first inaugural uh, inaugural episode of the Gaming Anime Movie and All Things Entertainment podcast. I do appreciate each and every one of you guys for coming through. Um, if you guys want to see any more content, we do have a YouTube channel called Noodle Gang. If you guys want to go over there and check out our stuff. Um, we also have a couple of Twitch streamers here in the podcast. You already know me, that kid Moku. You can catch me out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash tkmoku. We also have Mods, who is also a Twitch streamer. Mods, you want to yep. throw your plug in? in? Yeah, I'm at twitch.tv slash moddedgamerguy. So that's my URL. Yep. Oh, URL. <laughs> <laughs> And, come, uh, uh, come watch me play some Final Fantasy because I guess that's what's going to be happening, yeah? <laughs> yes, sir, everybody. Get this boy back into streaming. He's going to be coming back from a long little break there. Um, Ion, if you want to throw anything for people to see you in. Uh, my name. Just search up my name on Twitter, on IG, uh, all the socials. You'll usually find uh you usually find me i o n i u d a s a k a uh i do like i said art i love video games uh music film i'm kind of all over in the entertainment side of things all right yep and i will be putting everybody who is in this uh in this episode i'll be putting their socials in the description below so if you like these guys and you want to follow them and see what else they're going to be doing uh they will all be down in the description below you can check those guys out all great people so i do appreciate each and every one of you guys for coming through and we will see you guys in the next episode peace out